All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number two of the Bearded Gear podcast, uh, or as Kevin would like it to be called, Bearded Talk, but he doesn't get it. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I'm joined today by two of my best friends in the EDC community. Um, you guys probably know them if you watch my YouTube channel at all, or even if you follow me on Instagram. I feel like I talk about them everywhere. So we have DTOM Knives and Gear, aka Kyle. His banner says DTOM and Knives and Gear. I'm going to call him Kyle the whole time because that's too much to say. And then we have Lefty EDC, who is Kevin. And I will also be calling him Kevin, not because Lefty EDC is too long, but because I know his name. <laughs> so we, uh, the three of us have started a group chat. Uh, what would you guys say? A couple months ago now? Yeah, two or three. Months. Yeah, a few months ago. And uh, that kind of started because we realized that each of us were independently talking to one another a lot. Um, and so I think Kevin was the matchmaker and he was like, why am I messaging both of these guys? And I know they're talking to each other. And so he just put us in a group. Is, am I remembering that right? Yep. Yep. When we renamed it like seven times. We did. No, no, what if you summer renamed things? it seven times? That's true. I get drunk and then I just rename it things we've recently bought or one of us hasn't gotten yet. And yeah, then we, we kind of make fun of people. And, uh, the Princess Bride fan club, I think, was the <laughs> yeah. longest. I think that was the first one. <laughs> we had that also that happened because someone hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen it. Oh, that's right. So you guys called it that. And then uh, I watched it, of course. And I got the joke about inconceivable. <laughs> As you wish. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we have a good time in there. It's a. Uh, I don't know if those of you listening are deep in the EDC community like the three of us are to the point where now we're like active on social media every single day on multiple platforms for EDC. But one of the most enjoyable parts of the hobby for me are the group chats like the three of us are in where it's just constant chatter about uh, half the time it's about knives, but the other half of the time it's just like what's going on, what's happening. Now that the three of us have channels, we're all talking about our channels a lot and all that. But um, if you're not in a group chat, and there's somebody in the community that you're close to and like comment back and forth with a lot and stuff, start one. Cause it's, it's awesome right. when you're, I'm in a few that are really good. Some of which I've been in for years and on Instagram specifically, like the group chat feature is amazing. So, um, anywho, why don't each of you give us a quick, uh, quick tidbit on what your channel is and what your videos are kind of about or what your vibe is so that people who aren't familiar with your channel can know why you started, what you're up to, what kind of gear you like. Um, Kyle, you want to go first? Sure. Sounds good. Oh man. I started the channel just because I like knives and it gave me an excuse to buy more. That's, that's why I started the channel. I had been seeing a bunch of guys, you know, we all, if you like knives, you watch all the, the big guys, and I was always thought to myself, I was like, I could do that. And then uh, I actually saw you. We started about the same time, you, uh, Jake. And uh, and then I think I started, I started like a little bit after you. And so whenever you started, I was like, oh, that guy can do it. I can totally do it. No. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I guess a lot of people know me as the big knife guy. I like big knives. So, I mean, not that I only have big knives on the channel, but I, I'm a big guy and I like big knives. So, uh, but yeah, I, I really had the channel 
first off, because I wanted to get more knives and I love to talk about them. And so I could talk about it to everybody in the EDC community. And I just never knew in a million years how wonderful this community was to be able to meet guys like you and so many others. Uh, that has really been keeping me going is just all the friends that I've made in this community. It's just great. For sure. Yeah, I think you literally started like basically at the exact same time as I did because um, that's how we met. I feel like either I commented on one of your videos, you commented on one of mine, and then we like subscribed to each other. And then did you even have an Instagram when you started your channel? Nope. I, I think did I asked you about Instagram and I was like, oh, okay, let me, <laughs> what's this? Because <laughs> I'm not a social media guy. I, I, I do have a Facebook, but now I use, I only use Instagram though to basically promote the channel. That's why I only use, only reason I use it. And to talk to us, but yeah, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kev, how about you, buddy? What's uh, what's your channel about? Why'd you start it? All that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so as the name implies, I'm left-handed. That's uh, kind of the spiel I would call it that I have. I try to kind of give a lefty's perspective on knives. Uh, I don't just try to show left-handed knives. I feel like that's been <laughs> a little bit confused and I've taken some black for that. Um, I like right-handed knives because I like cool designs. I used to be really, you know, a stickler about that. Um, I would only get stuff with reversible clips and lefty only knives. And I just missed so many cool things that, uh, I kind of just gave that up. Um, so I try to just give my perspective coming from a left-handed person and how it feels and functions and that kind of stuff. Um, I started the channel mainly to give content back. So for months and months, I just absorbed YouTube and Instagram and um, just watched everybody's channel. Literally, I think I watched everybody's channel who had one in the EDC community. That's not actually possible, but you know what I mean? Um, and I just felt like I could give something back and kind of like, you know, I'll make some videos and maybe somebody will get something out of that. And then it just was really fun. Um, and I was chatting with you guys all the time and you kind of egged me on a little bit to do it. Um, and I just kind of dove in and been doing it for like a month, maybe by now. Yeah. Um, just trying to put a video or two up a day and um, just having a ton of fun. Um, it's kind of the same thing Kyle was saying. This community is just awesome. And uh, you really just get sucked into it. And you want to participate and interact with everybody. Um, so it's just easy and fun. Absolutely. And what Kevin didn't mention is just like all of the <laughs> knives that he buys, he started his channel because I had one first. <laughs> right. Yes, yes. I'm the biggest jake copycat out there <laughs> so i even grew a beard i started growing this beard because jake you had did a one. video in front of a closet you buy all the knives yeah, that i, I now do closet videos that started the <laughs> other day um now jake has some wood panels so i gotta go to home depot tomorrow um i'll pick <laughs> that up lap, bro. <laughs> yeah um killer so in terms of Let's go with this. What are you guys carrying today? I feel like that's always a fun segment that I, as a listener, want to hear. So what's in your guys' pockets? Yeah, uh, I'll go first. I have the uh, I have your 
Spider Co. bombshell in the front pocket here. Uh, I love this thing. I'm currently trying to get one. Um, I think I got a negotiation going, so we'll see. Not with you, because you're not going to give this up. Correct. Uh, and I'm going double birch tree today. So I have the uh, secant. I wanted to ask you guys, what the hell is the name of this thing? Secant? Secant. Secant. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I was calling it the second because Jake was the second one to get one of these. <laughs> Mine's on the way. Shut up. For um, once. For once. Guys, if you don't know, this happens this. all the time in our group <laughs> chat. This exact same thing is happening right now. Because there's like two knives that, that Kevin can point to and say he got before me, even if I was planning on getting one before he even knew they existed. I'm and proud. <laughs> I'm proud of those two. You know what? Here, what? I'll show them to you right now. The F5.5. I can't think of another one, actually. (laughs) You literally only got that first because I was out of town and it was sitting in my mailbox. No, it was because I ordered a two-day FedEx. I ordered (laughs) two-day FedEx, too. So I was in Portland when I ordered it. And because USPS was being a bummer, I ordered it fast shipping. That's what I did, right. I had it sent to my P.O. box here so that it wouldn't be sitting on my porch. So then I had to get back, got back on a Saturday night. I had to open it Monday morning when I could go get it. Whatever. I got to brag about it first. So so I just pulled up secant. Like yeah. because it's a it's an actual word. It says it's the ratio of the hypotenuse to the shorter side adjacent to an acute angle in a right angled triangle. So whatever that you means. Lost me. I believe it's secant. Is the you lost me at a you lost yeah. me at acute. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Okay, so Kevin is double birch treeing it up today. What about you, Kyle? Uh, today, uh, in the right pocket, I have the um, um, Cold Steel Vaquero. <laughs> uh, and then in the left pocket, I have the Cold Steel um, Voyager XL. No, I'm just kidding. I did, I did not carry that today. <laughs> I was going to say, if that's what was in your pocket, <laughs> you were waiting for us to ask that question. <laughs> uh, do I carry these, though? you damn right I do. I do carry I'm these. sure you do. <laughs> but I'm actually got the uh, Tepe. Uh, I guess is how you say it. Tepe. Huh? Tepe, Tepe, I think. Tepe. Uh, yeah, this is the Hornet 2. This is actually from, you guys know who he is, the uh, Ryan Stud Fishing. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he sent this over. This one is the very limited edition. I only made like six of these in this really cool lava carbon fiber. That kid has some taste, man. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. The stuff he, I'm trying to convince him right now to let me borrow that Satori so I can compare it to the 2.0. Yeah, yeah, he actually just sent that off to the Knife Whisperer. Yeah. So uh, he's got it now. But, but yeah, he, I want to be him. And he's like my daughter's age. So I want to be him. But yeah. I was yeah, carrying this Ryan in one of the first subs to my channel, I think. And uh mine too. Yeah, he's a young kid. And I feel like when I first met him back when I started the channel, he had like some two sons and stuff, but he didn't have nearly the collection that he does now. Kid's a wizard he, at trading and buying. Yes. And, he yeah. trades, buys and sells. He trades up all the time. That's what he's really good at. Oh, and now he's got, he's even got, you know, my grill knife. The, um, the one that I just, that I just got this uh, customized factory Evo. Yeah. 
He got that. He got an Evo before me. I want to see that thing. Do you have it? Do you have it in front of you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> have it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, that thing's just nasty. Oh, I Didn't love this thing. Made a smaller one of that more <laughs> recently, right? Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, I think the the 2.0s are actually dropping yeah. soon. Like, yeah, they really made a small one. I yeah. almost pre-ordered one of those, but I feel like the estimated wait time was like seven months or something. It was like a really oh, long man, time. And I hate tying it up for that much time. <laughs> like it, I just, yeah. Right. Some pre-orders I can just like jump in head first because I know I got to have the knife. And that was one that I was like really interested in, but waiting that long, there's just so many other things I'd rather be buying with that same money and then selling and buying again <laughs> in the meantime, right. you know? Yeah, they well, usually pop guys- up. Even though you guys are, you know, don't like the the big, big, huge knives like I do, this one's not ridiculous. I don't. So I, I, really, I never thought it was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, a lot of people did whenever I, uh, whenever I did the the video on this, they were just like, you know, hey, this way too big, and I get it. But uh, I can't wait to get you get this in you guys' hands so you can check it out. What's a knife that I would know the size of? Like a knife that I have that's similar in proportions. Oh, uh, okay. Well, let's just put it up. Let's just put it up here. It looks chunky to me. Not not big. It looks like thick. There's the uh, there's the Shaman. Spider Co Shaman. Oh, dude, he's the handle like the same way. To get his hands right. <laughs> I know. I'm over here going. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it's a wait, just so you guys know, the camera is like opposite. It, it flips us on this app or whatever. <laughs> so we're all like trying to practice how to hold stuff up. It looks like we're the lefties and Kevin's the righty. Right. Yeah. This is easy for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, what do you got, Jake? So I just got back from a hike, which I remind me, I have to tell you the story of what happened on my hike today because it was the most interesting hike I have ever gone on. And I go to the same place that I go most of the time. So anyway, uh, I got back from the hike. I carried the Catla in pocket on my hike. And I usually carry a secondary too, but not while I'm hiking because I have my fixed blade on me. So I feel like a fixed blade and a primary and a secondary and a backpack full of knives that I'm there to shoot just seems a little overkill. Um, so anyways, I carried the Catla and the pike on my hike, but I got home and I'm in like jogger sweatpants now because I showered and ate real quick before this. And so I just tossed the, uh, ah. the, the, <laughs> the Boker dessert warrior into my pocket. Um, what's funny is I still, I need to do, uh, my review of this. I haven't done that yet. I, ha- I don't think I've even posted a picture of it. I put it in my stories the other day, but, um, I love this knife. It's, it's so stupid, but it's the best. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so hiking story at the risk of me being the one talking for a super long time, but you guys are I, used to it. So that's not unusual. Yeah. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> so I go on my hike this morning, right? And the way that the, my the typical hike works, the Canyon where I do most of my filming and it's just where I like to hike anyways. So I used to hike there a ton pre-channel. It's not like I'm there to film. Anyway, I start my hike and they've closed the main trailhead, which infuriates me. There's like a big close due to COVID sign on it because COVID infects nature now. Um, and so I uh, I had to go to the like lower trailhead, which adds like a mile to the hike. And it's like a climb up because you the typical trailhead is up on the top of the hill. And so the other one's like way downhill from it. So you're basically like backtracking. You have to hike that whole way in. So I hike in and then I get to, um, there's a spot 
where you come in on the lower one, it puts you in a riverbed. If you come in on the upper trail, the one that's closed, you kind of ride along like the top of the canyon. And then at the end, they meet up and you can either loop them, like you can use the two trail loop, or you can keep going up the riverbed and it goes to the waterfalls that I shoot at a lot and sit on top of and twirl my knives and drop fake striders and all that fun stuff. Um, and so right as I got to where it like horseshoes, where it like loops to that top trail where they all come together, um, it's like this little spider web because you can also go up another mountainside and it goes to one of the more popular um, hiking spots in the area, but no one goes this way because it's way harder than the typical way up there. And so I rarely see people even using that trail. I use it a lot, but it's like, really intense switchbacks. There's spots where you got to climb with your hands. And as I'm coming up to that spot, there's this lady who's like on that side and she's looking real confused. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, like, what, am I supposed to like, Hey, do you need help? Like she's not anyway. So I keep going and she yells out to me and she's like, Hey, excuse me. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, do you know how I, how I keep going from here? And I was like, yeah, where are you trying to go? Cause there's options, right? I was like, are you trying to go back to where you came from, but on the riverbed or like you trying to go up and trying to go to the waterfalls? And she's like, I'm trying to go to the waterfalls. I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. So I tell her, I was like, you got to go like 20 yards down the same trail you're on. It's going to come down basically to where I am. And there's a big dead tree and you just go straight up the riverbed. You follow the riverbed, puts you at the waterfall because the waterfall is at the top of the river. And she's like, okay. And then I keep going. And I get like to where I'm about to go up the riverbed so I can get to the waterfalls. And I look back and I see she's going up the switchbacks that go up like a totally different mountain than what I just said. Right. And so I yell back to her. I was like, oh, that one's going to take you up to I'm not going to say the name of the mountain because I hate telling people where my canyon is. And uh, so she's like, that's where I meant to go. <laughs> like yells back at me. Right. So I'm like, OK, weirdo. Like, all right, have fun. So I just keep going. Right. And then I make my way up the canyon. I pass these really cute old people who were like, look at this young man. We should have had him carry our stuff up for us. And I pass them and I get to the waterfall. I sit there. I brought like a bagel. So I eat that. The old people get up to the waterfall. They're hanging out. And then I go up to my like the higher point waterfall where I like to do a lot of my filming and stuff. And as I'm on my way up there, I'm like 10 minutes up the trail from where I just left the old people at the lower waterfall. And I hear someone screaming, top of their lungs, like bloody murder screaming, right? And so I'm like, what is happening? So I immediately start going down the trail because I'm worried it's related to those cute little old people, right? Like they were so nice. I'm, I'm hoping nothing's wrong. And so I get down. I can tell it's not them who's screaming. It sounds like someone might be screaming at them. And so I like stop for a second because it's really like loud and gravelly. So I stop so I can hear and someone is just screaming the F word and like all kinds of slurs. <laughs> And like really going nuts. And it's a female voice. And they sound like they're like sobbing in between each scream. It's like this the weirdest sound I've ever heard in nature for sure. And it turns out. So I get to a spot where I can see after I realize the old people are okay. It's that girl who went up the other trail. And she's just like top of her lungs. I can even match her volume if I tried to scream that loud. And she's just like F Armenians. F the police. <laughs> Like she said, F Armenians more than anything else. And then she was like speaking in another language. I don't know where she was from, what language she was speaking, but it was like the weirdest, like top of her lungs, like every 30 seconds, she'd like hike up a little bit more and then she'd stop. And I could see her. She was just like, like trying to go super saiyan. Right. 
And so <laughs> finally, I, I'm, I'm like, she's just going up the other mountain. I don't need to worry about it. So I go where I'm going and I'm keeping an eye on her, making sure she's just like not jumping off the mountain, trying to commit suicide or something. And so I get to my spot. I see she goes over to the top of the mountain where she's trying to get to. And I'm like, all right, I guess that's the end of that. Right. So then I shoot some videos. I turn around and as I start hiking down, she starts hiking down her side. And again, the whole way down the mountain, just screaming her lungs out. So I get the whole way. I'm like following her screams. I get back to the same spot where I communicated with her earlier, right? Before she turned into a crazy screaming demon. And so I'm, I'm standing there and I can hear her getting closer, but slowly because she keeps stopping to scream. And I can hear there's other people on the trail that like seem concerned as well. So I'm like, screw it. I've already seen this girl. I'm not intimidated by this woman. Like, am I afraid she's going to kill me? Like what's going on? So I start hiking up the switchbacks where she went. And as I get close, there's this group of two dudes who were like, I don't know, 19 years old, probably. And they're stopped on the trail because they were hiking up and started hearing her and they wouldn't go any further. So one's like on the phone with his girlfriend and the other one's like, dude, we should make sure she's okay. Right. And so as I get up closer to them, she starts coming down the other side and I can't see her yet, but I can see them. And one of them is like, Hey, are you okay? She's like, what? Like just screams at him. Right. And he's like, are you okay? And she, I, I kid you not. Her response is, I just have a headache. <laughs> she says, well, no, no, she just has a headache. Like that's why she's screaming <laughs> F Armenians at the top of her lungs for hours through this entire Canyon. So I, they look like, uh, uh, like, what do you say to that? Like, I don't usually do that when I get headaches, but so they start coming down. <laughs> I start coming down. And so we hike down and then I'm like, it's starting to get dark. I'm just going to get out of here. And then the whole way out again, she's on the top ridge and I'm on the bottom ridge, like in the Canyon. And she, the whole way, all the way to her car was just yelling F Armenians. And then like speaking in, I don't know, like Farsi or something, just like top of her lungs. It was the most, crazy like manic behavior i've ever seen from a human being outside of a movie or tv like it was unreal <laughs> to describe i i didn't know humans were capable of yelling that loud for that long i don't want you to give away where you were at but this is still in la right yeah no this is la county but okay she was high <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I don't know. If she was high, she picked the wrong drug today because that was not a, that was a bad trip. Whatever she was she going, just through. had a headache, man. <laughs> just got why, a headache. I don't know why you're being so hard on her. <laughs> so should have just brought should just brought her an Advil, and everything would have been fine. I literally, you should have said, said like, <laughs> "Hey, my Armenian friends, come yeah, right." Me. And see what happens. <laughs> I wonder who hates Armenian Armenians. That must be what she is. I mean, you know, it might be the uh, Uzbekistanis or something that just hate yeah, Armenians. A whole like second Armenian genocide going on right now. It's a crazy thing. So maybe I should have pushed her off. I don't know. That sounds terrible to say <laughs> on a recording. Um, That's I'm hilarious. Not taking a side. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that was my hike. I literally I filmed like half as many videos as I meant to because I spent so much time like trying to figure out what, what was making the sound, like hiking back and then hiking up to like I was worried like while I was I got to where I had seen her the first time, I was waiting for a minute, hoping she'd come down to where I could see her. 
I was worried she was just going to like hurdle herself off the cliff. Like, I didn't know if maybe like her Armenian husband just cheated on her or something. I don't know what the story is. Like maybe she's there to like scream for hours and then end it off the cliff. Like you could, there's spots where you could jump there for sure. And so that's when I started hiking up. I was like, I need to like at least physically verify that this girl is like making her way down still. But I watched her get all the way to the, where she parked. So what was she driving? <laughs> An SUV, a black SUV. It's probably a government conspiracy. Yeah, I was just thinking maybe. <laughs> it's a Chevy Tahoe, all tinted, government plate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's what my day has been. SLA, man. <laughs> See, I the re, one of the reasons why I hike there all the time is because most times, like even if I go on a Saturday morning when most people would logically go on a hike, I'll see maybe two other people the whole time I'm up there. It's like a really kind of hidden away place. And especially yeah. once I get past that turning point, start going up the riverbed to where the waterfalls are, like the odds of seeing other people up there is pretty slim. So it was weird that I saw three other people today. Cause I saw the group of the two old people. I saw the two kids who were freaking out that right. she was up the trail from them. And then I saw her and that was like a lot of people for seeing there. And I hiked like six miles today. So most trails in LA, like if I was in Griffith park or something like where the Hollywood sign is, I wouldn't think it was that weird to see some lady like throwing a ring off the cliff and screaming F you. But <laughs> in this Canyon, it was weird because people don't even know that Canyon's there. So I don't know. She probably didn't either. She probably just got out of her car and started walking and was like, Hey, I'm here. Screw minions. That's just weird. Yeah. That is so strange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. That was the most consistent thing she said was the Armenian part. And it was like, <laughs> I mean, what if there's an Armenian here? What like right? You're not in any fight to take him on or in any. I don't any, think she cared. Man. I don't really <laughs> care at all. Heroin. It's a bitch. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. She just, she just had a headache. Jeez. Let it go. I probably just lost a lot of EDC listeners because that story had nothing to do with anything related to EDC at all. I <laughs> thing happened. You, were, you were hiking. You probably had a fanny pack on. Which, I, had my uh, I wanted to talk about your fanny pack, actually. Let's do it. Um, so normally I would make fun of somebody for having a fanny pack, right? Um <laughs> Now but, you want because I have one and you want. Okay, I'm not. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. But I was thinking today because right now I literally carry right. I carry. A, I don't call them primary and secondary like you do. I just call them A and B or front and back pocket, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, I carry two knives, and that takes up the front and the back pocket. Then I carry a pry bar that takes up a back pocket. And now I started carrying, yeah, there you go. Now I started carrying a flashlight that takes up the front pocket. And then today I just got in this uh, Pena X-Series pen, the bolt oh, action pen. Yeah, I got it in today. It's pretty cool. It's kind of like uh, other bolt action pens in the sense that I don't like it because <laughs> it's too heavy up top. I I really wanted this to be awesome, but it's just it's really it's cool. It's, it's a lot like other pens that I really don't like. So yeah, <laughs> I'm probably I'm probably gonna go back to the uh, I have this Parker Jotter. That's what I've been using for a long time. 
just so clicky and it's like 10 bucks. This thing's awesome. Um, but anyway, my question was, I have nowhere to put the pen now. If I want to EDC a pen, like I'm out of pockets and I'm not putting a pen on the left front and then like sliding a knife on the other side of the same pocket. So uh, is this what led you to a fanny pack? Is my That's my question. Yeah, so the whole like idea of it. First of all, I made fun of fanny packs my entire life because my dad carried one. My dad has a CCW, so a lot of the time the reason why he has a fanny pack is because there's a gun in it. So I've right. my whole life I've been making the joke that everyone makes fun of the fanny pack until the Glock comes out. But um, <laughs> it's, uh, I always made fun of his because he'd keep his gun in it, and he was like super weird about like people being around it. He's like it was like clear to anybody who knew my dad that that's where his gun was because of how weirdly protective he was of his fanny pack. Um, <laughs> But I made fun of it for like my entire adolescence and early adulthood. And then over the last like couple of years, I've just started noticing where I live, not just like tourists, but like people all over the place are wearing them and they're like trendy, especially if you put them crossbody. Um, and so there's people with like Supreme fanny packs and it's like what's in, it's part of their outfit. Right. And so I talked about this in my video of it, but like the idea of gray man, I don't know if you guys ever saw that. Yeah, Blade I... HQ did a couple of years ago. That was just oh, like, the video. Whoo! It was uh, watch it. It's funny. Um, <laughs> it was not meant to be funny, but no, no shade. Blade HQ makes a lot of very good videos, but that one I found hilarious. Anyways, the idea <laughs> of like gray man is like blending in, right? And so yeah. if you you don't want to be wearing like a Glock T-shirt or this like Friends T-shirt that has these guys with SKSs on it, you want to like wear what the people around you are wearing so they don't assume that you're carrying weapons on you like just be part of the crowd you don't stick out um and there's a whole like philosophy behind that right right and so here it's possible to blend in <laughs> while having a fanny pack and then the utility of it there's no arguing against it's like it's fantastic to have all of that <laughs> storage space call it a man purse whatever you want i love it because I went through all the stuff I have in those pouches and there's stuff I had all the time. Like uh, for Christmas, my wife got me a Zippo that I'd been wanting just a brass Zippo. Like now my Zippo lives in there. A flashlight lives in there. A pen lives in there. A handkerchief lives in there. My wallet lives in there. Like all of the stuff lives in there. My AirPods, like a pry bar, like you name it. <laughs> if there's a little like trinkety thing that could be nice in a moment, I can keep it in there 24 seven and when I walk out my door, I grab that and it's with me and I look normal for having it. If anything, I blend in more. I look less right. aggressive when I've got a fanny pack on. Um, and so it's just, it frees up my pockets. And then I love it when like, I don't even have to have my wallet in my pocket. I carry a slim front pocket wallet anyways. It's not like it's uncomfortable, but it's great when all that's in my front right pocket is my knife. All that's in my front left pocket is my phone. And then I have nothing else in my pockets because it's all in a pouch like it's just comfortable it's it's easy yeah i kind of like having stuff like right on me i can pull out i don't know but i have like a, you, have you can see behind me i have like a, right I get it. what my primary knife always has to be right where i can get right. it that's important right. to me but beyond that like i don't need to get to a flashlight like that usually it's if i did i could use my phone one real quick until i can get my actual one yeah out. that's true i've actually <laughs> noticed that uh, I use this flashlight more than I use my phone now. And I, I was never a flashlight carry guy. And then I got that I3T tie like a month ago from 
River's Edge Cutlery. It was like 35 bucks, and the thing is awesome. This is the i5. Mm -hmm. uh, Rodney just sent me this. He just hooked me up, sent me this. Um, it, yeah, it's just awesome. I use it all the time. Well, <laughs> well, see, did you guys see my EDC update in yeah. January? Yeah. yeah, okay. I actually got that little side holster looking thing because I didn't know if I wanted to carry a right. fanny pack, but it was the same kind of deal, Jig, where I had <laughs> stuff that I really like to carry on my person. But so now I carry my multi tool, a bigger flashlight. This is the Olight Warrior Mini. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. And that thing, I've been loving that thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's something. and I, yeah. I'd be the first to say, too, like, depending on where you live, a fanny pack might not make any sense because you'll look like a weirdo if you have it on. I have the <laughs> distinct advantage of where I live. It's like it makes me look less threatening and I blend in more because I've got it. If I'm wearing a camo shirt and OD green pants and like boots, then I look scarier to people around here than if I look a little bit hipster and have a fanny pack on. And so. It, uh, it it doesn't you give away your, uh, a little bit hipster. <laughs> yeah. Come on. You put your rollerblades on, go down Venice Beach with your fanny pack on. Dude, don't hate the blade life, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so just going to say that the hipster laser etching that I did on the blade, I think, looked like you <laughs> to a T. I'm just saying. Was that supposed to be a hipster? Because it genuinely looked like me. Right. I tried to find the an image that looked as close to you as possible, and when I saw that, I was like, "Score! That's it, right there." <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, uh, I do live in LA, and I I drink yerba mate every day, so the <laughs> vinyls or anything. But I like the music that you liked before. It's cool. <laughs> oh man. Um, so Kevin, it's a matter of time before you have a gray Adidas fanny pack. Um, right. is that what it is? Adidas? Hmm. Yeah. I, I have like a sling bag. That's what I carry. It's just it, like it, a, one strap. It's basically a big fanny pack that, you know, that's how thing. I'm carrying mine. Yeah. So yeah. I've had that for years. It just, I used to carry my gun in there. It was just easier, even though I know that's kind of like, you know, some people I'll don't like that because you got ideal, but compared to not but having a gun on you, then I just, yeah. I honestly just hate carrying a gun on me, like on my body. It just feels awkward as hell. I always feel like it's sticking out. I get like, like I'm more self conscious about the gun. My shirt's mm -hmm. too short. Like I'm, I'm printing. Like I just, I, I it, never it carried in the way of the communist manifesto that you like to carry. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I just, I just wouldn't carry. So, that was an alternative. So at least I have something. I don't know. That was how I looked at it. I'd rather have a gun near me than not at all. Oh, one hundred percent. I, I mean, I always carry one on me everywhere I go. But it takes time to find. It took me probably ten holsters and belts to really right. find what worked. To where I was comfortable carrying it every single day. Sometimes that's what it takes, um, and that's a lot of money. But uh, but yeah, I probably went through ten holsters, did belts, different kind of pants until finally I just stuck with what I liked, and now I feel naked without it. Of course, I live right. in Alabama. We can carry any dead gun thing we want. 
you have that distinct advantage. Because I don't live in Alabama, I will uh, I will plead the fifth. I'll say no comment on that subject. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Behind the wall. Um, <laughs> so in terms of I, – I have an interesting question for you guys. Um, Kevin, this might be less of a thing for you because you just haven't had your channel for as long. But still, welcome right. to comment. Would you say that your taste in knives, since you started reviewing knives – has changed and if so how you going to me first sure yeah absolutely absolutely i mean because i've always been interested in knives and even kind of halfway halfway collected but now that i have started the channel the the evolution of what i like and the knives that i buy has changed dramatically i mean oh i mean because when i first started the channel as a matter of fact my first video was an introduction to YouTube and showing off my knife collection. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was a lot of Spydercos. I mean, I had a ton of Spydercos, and I'm still a Spyderco fanboy. But, uh, you know, some Benchmades and Cold Steels, all that stuff. And all those are still great knives. But it seems like there's an evolution of your collection, not just necessarily for the for the channel, because I want to review a lot of knives. Neither if, if it... 100% appeal to me or not, I want to try to review it to get the content out there and let people know, you know, does it work with big old fat hands like mine or something? But mm -hmm. as far as the collection, I mean, I've just spent <laughs> a lot of money <laughs> on this thing because I wanted it. This you can't is even no. I'm checking if the coast is clear. Signal <laughs> it with your hands, Kyle. So I. <laughs> Signal it with your hands. I'll tell you, it was like a thousand bucks, give or take. That's close. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and, you know, when I first started the channel, I never thought in a million years I would pay that much for a knife. Never did. Oh, but, yeah. Jeez. You know, with any kind of collection, no matter if it's knives, cars, guns, trinkets, you know, the rarer stuff, the stuff that's just kind of hard to get, has kind of gotten me by – just kind of drug me in a little bit, and that's that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. What about you, Kev? Have you noticed a difference, even though it's just been about a month? Yeah, I uh, know. So that I kind of mentioned it earlier when I started the channel. I was trying to kind of do more lefty knives. Like you know, I bought a Kaiser Sheepdog lefty. I bought a Concept Warrior lefty. I have a bug out that's lefty. I bought a Newport uh, Protect Newport lefty, and since then, I've got just a ton of right-handed knives. It's literally like all I have now is right-handed knives from the Chavez to the Birch Trees. The Malibu is the knife that broke me. That's what I always say. That I would not carry anything that didn't have a reversible clip or wasn't dedicated left-handed until, of course, Jake sent me his Malibu. And <laughs> Man, I had that thing for like two days, and I was I was broken. Like I, I, I had to get one, and then I got one of those, and I realized and I could carry one. it. And <laughs> I realized the world didn't end when I put it in my left pocket and I walked around. Um, you know, a bomb didn't go off in my left pocket and like destroy half my body because I had a right-handed knife in there. So I just started getting more, and I it for me it was good because. For the channel, like I just got a bunch of knives in that have been out a little bit, but I never checked them out. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, for sure, my 
tastes have changed a lot. And they've also grown to where I like bigger knives now. I used to only carry smaller stuff. Um, and part of that is probably Kyle because he sends me stuff and I freaking <laughs> pull out this Messer Viking that's like a freaking axe. Yeah, that thing looks like a grenade. The handle <laughs> looks like a grenade. A frag pattern, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it has a name, frag pattern. There we go. I teach you something hey. every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shave yeah. that beard off, Kyle. You don't need it. <laughs> no, no, no. We got to have a real bearded beard guy on here. You know? Ooh, shots fired. <laughs> Who's got the better beard? It's not me. I was <laughs> in the comments. Well, let's find out. Oh, uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So well, I, was, uh, I was recording a video today. I was reviewing the EZC 1.5. And at the end of it, I was giving you my little sign-off shout-out thing whenever I borrow a knife from somebody. And I specifically yeah, right. made the joke that you're the lefty channel who reviews way more righty <laughs> knives than, than, uh, than you do lefty knives. Um, so I think that's funny. But and you're the world is, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's just every all the knives are right-handed. I'm not going to not have knives. And I'm still – like, my point is that I'm still telling people how it – functions left-handed how does the clip placement work you know uh disengaging the knife deploying the knife they're all different left-handed than they are right-handed so you're still getting that perspective but yeah, yeah. i know i probably no, should I think, come up with a better name <laughs> i think it's a good thing because like i'm left-handed for firearms right and so if you're i'm left-handed I'm, I'm left-handed on my license yeah um so like when I was shopping for, <clears throat> no, it's a bad example because I'd already handled one. But sometimes when I'm like researching a new firearm on YouTube, I'm watching reviews and stuff. Um, I want to see a lefty handle it to see if they can manipulate the controls easily left-handed. Because right. if it can't be manipulated left-handed easily, then I don't, I, I lose interest because to me, I'm only going to use that left-handed. I'm proficient enough with a firearm right-handed that like in a pinch, if my left hand was injured or something like yeah, I can hit the target, but I'm right. left-handed as a shooter. And so I think there's value in talking about right-handed knives from a lefty's perspective as somebody who's willing to carry them because the ones that you, like you can sort out, like, <clears throat> I get it, guys. If you're a lefty, we think this knife is cool, right? Like, we agree the Arius is cool, but like, I'm a lefty and it doesn't work well for me. And that's yeah. super valuable for lefties because everybody who's a righty who reviews the Arius is like, it's the best. You got to get it. And so a bunch of lefties could end up wasting their money on it. Whereas you say for a lefty specifically, it, it doesn't work as well. So I think that's, it's good. It's valuable content. Yeah. That is a sweet, sweet knife. Like I, I don't want to say anything bad about the Arius. It's just, I wasn't trying to bring it up. You don't know. I know. Like it's a good point. It just doesn't work left-handed especially if you get the non-flipper you're screwed like try opening that thing without paying so much attention to your hand that it's just not worth it not fun but, anymore what's fun with right. the, the areas is playing with it and if it doesn't fidget well then like right. i mean don't get me wrong it's still a nice knife but like the so much of the allure of that knife is the way that it fidgets the action yeah, yeah. which is almost as good as the zesty but <laughs> that's one of the ones that i was going to review today and i ran out of time because of the, oh. the demon <laughs> the armenian hater 
with a headache. <laughs> oh man, headache lady was having a rough one. Um, so, what are some new things you guys have picked up lately? I know that we all probably know, but let's talk about some of our new acquisitions. Oh yeah, jeez. Well, the secret is one. Um, this one's new for me. I know you guys, have yeah. got it, but I this one's new for me. So everybody, hold up. Your yeah, we have all three, uh, all three variations. Yeah, even though Kyle keeps saying that his is natural micardial. I know. Well, look at it's it. Like, I'm I'm colorblind, I guess, but it's not. It is totally green. This but, is natural. That yeah, because when I saw yours today, I was like, okay, I'm stupid. <laughs> Too bad you can't close this, you know. Oh uh, my, you know, whatever. <laughs> that was a whole conversation, guys. We spent hours talking, uh, or at least Kevin did, about how he couldn't do it. Kevin tried to convince us that his F5.5 uh, is defective because he has a defective thumb. I'm telling you, I'm pushing it. Man, this is really hard on the camera. I'm pushing it all the way over. Oh, there it goes. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> it's because my thumb is all jacked up and it hurts to push it. So there it is. It's it because must be that. But I swear, I'm pushing that all the way over. There, Kevin, whatever. send me your F5.5. I'll send you mine. And you will do the same thing to mine. And I'll do the same thing I'm doing to yours. It's your yeah, thumb. Probably. I was thinking about ordering a natural one tomorrow, actually, when they drop. But, uh, I don't know if I should. Yeah, I'm. I, I would love to order one in titanium since I've got the natural one. I feel like getting another micarta one wouldn't make as much oh, sense. Yeah. But I, I need to sell way more stuff before I buy anything else because I've been just buying, 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 and I gotta, yeah, I gotta do another collection video and then I gotta sell a bunch of stuff. That's what you say, and then you just buy more stuff. But it's kind of a lull right now. I'll say. Because of the holiday, the new year started. I feel like it's just kind of a dead period right now where there's not new models coming out. Like they were pushing and pushing to get these new uh, models out by the end of the year, it seems like, because a bunch of stuff came out. And then the new year hit, and I feel like nothing new has come out, at least that I'm interested in. I saw a bunch of Civivis. I might be interested in that pintail model, but other than that, you know. I haven't. Yeah. Have you guys seen anything new pop up that interests you? Today, Rec announced the Little Native, so I can finally talk about that. They're doing their Little uh, Native and 204P FDE and OD, um, which is messed up how that happened. So they sent an email to the people who they accidentally oversold the PM2s because it went too quickly, right? And so the people who had ordered a PM2, but they didn't have enough to fulfill them, they emailed that list of people. And they said, please don't share this. Don't say anything. But we want to give you guys amazing. the option to switch to this new exclusive, which there's way less of these, by the way. I probably shouldn't say the number. But right now, the amount that they're dropping is a very small number. Um, and they, they emailed that list. And they said, please don't share it. Don't tell anyone that this is happening. We want to give you guys a chance like as their way of making it right. And then immediately the people who got that email started sharing that image everywhere. And so the wreck didn't plan on making the announcement today. I think they're going to do it in a day or two anyways, but um, they, uh, their hand was kind of forced. So <laughs> they made the announcement that that knife is coming, but there's going to be a lot of butthurt people on that one because it is 
they're way less than there were of the PM2s. Or that it, was you know, really good of them though to do that. That was really good of the company. Yeah, they're like you know what, we messed up. Let's just give these people a shot. It's just it's not their fault that people yeah. are dicks. And yeah, even more limited exclusive in the same colorway, totally different knife. Don't get me wrong. And it was just right. That's that's where it kind of and but you got to expect people to be idiots. Like yeah. you're gonna assume they're not gonna tell people. One of them is an idiot, or one of them is a guy who tries to sell stuff. You know, there's always guys out there trying to get the limited stuff just to overprice it and sell it. So those guys are gonna throw it out there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really like that colorway. Anyway, I'm not into the camo, coyote, uh, you know, the green and the tan and all that stuff. I know you guys love it. But yeah, it's like my favorite on Spider Coast. I yeah. freaking love it. Uh, so I should naturally I should love it, right? But I don't. <laughs> you will. Not every knife can look like the Desert Warrior, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, right. I had to hunt one of those down for my wife. I got one for the giveaway that I did a giveaway for Instagram and YouTube. And, um, I got a dessert warrior for it and I opened it. This is the only knife like ever that my wife was like, Ooh, what's that? Never, ever has she done it. She's always like, Oh, great. Another knife. Ugh. Or she's like, it's shiny, you know, but um, <laughs> she was like, Ooh, what's this? And then her, she showed it to her friend or friend one-on-one. So I was like, I got to get her one of these, but I already like announced it. So I couldn't take it off the giveaway. And uh, luckily, I had a really cool Instagram follower who was like, "Hey, I got two. I just wanted to get uh, like he just wanted to get the the number that he wanted. You know how they number them." And he sold it to me for retail, so I gave it to my wife, and uh, she has a knife now. Trying to build a collection for her slowly. Yeah, didn't you tell us the other night you could hear her downstairs just flipping it on the couch? And you yeah, were like, she, we're happy than you've ever been in your life. <laughs> she was just sitting there. Flick, well, she wasn't flicking it. It's an auto. But uh, now the only bad thing about that knife is it sucks at cutting. <laughs> it's not really a good knife. But whatever. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I didn't get – I ordered a Kalishnikov from Blade XQ. Probably. Huh? The XXL? No, no, I didn't. It was a regular <laughs> size. But it was a long time ago from Lynn HQ, and it put me off on them because I got that knife, and I could seriously take the blade and rub it across my face. It was that dull. Oh, yeah. They're, I tried See, opening packages with it. Mine's got a decent edge on it. It's not like the best edge, but it's sharp. Maybe it's because it's the mini. You have the mini one, right? Yeah. Maybe it's because know. anytime that you and I get a knife, you for some reason get the lemon and I get the perfect one. Dude. It's true. Dude, it's <laughs> it's brutal. I, I kind of wanted to talk about detents with you guys because do it. Yeah, talk about am, it. Like, am You're I time to shine? Dev, go. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Am I crazy? Is what I'm wondering. Do like yes. do I have high expectations? <laughs> so here. Here's an example. Ask your knives, right? And I I love Asher Knife Co. Justin over there is awesome. So don't take any of this as like me, whatever. But this is a prototype he sent me of the Spiro. And when I go to like break the detent, it always flies out and locks up, right? Mm -hmm. So then I have a production model. And when I break the detent, it just kind of flops out like that. And I know some knives are made so you can roll it out. Like this one... I, I can't roll this out without 
popping it in the air. Mm. So I contacted him. He's sending me a new one. And uh, I think this was just a one-off kind of lemon type deal. Although he thought maybe the thumb studs, because there were these big, these big like upgraded thumb studs, maybe they added weight somehow and that caused an issue. But I'm not sure if that's possible. Um, <laughs> How much weight the difference between those thumb studs would be. Uh, right. Yeah, no, I don't know. You, you were sending us videos yesterday explaining that basically yeah. you were trying to prime it right to the point of a knife deploying and not any harder. So you're not like slamming through. Right. You're just priming it right to where the detent breaks. And if it deploys all the way, you call that good. I expect it, it doesn't to. call that bad. See, this yeah. brand new knife that I just got yesterday, I feel like the action feels good to me. I haven't lubed this or anything. But if I do it your way, if I just barely prime it, oh, that one did go all the way. Well, you um, did it before. Yeah. See, sometimes it's not deploying quite right. all the way. But for me, the way that I actually fidget with this knife, if I'm not like specifically like trying to do right. that test on it, I've never had it fail. Um, so I, I agree with you, but I also, I don't know. It depends for me. Like if a knife costs a certain amount, uh, if it's a $300 knife and the detent doesn't deploy it all the way like you described, then yeah, I'd, I'd feel like that's an issue. But if you're like 100 bucks and below on a knife, right. I feel like, it becomes a lot more acceptable, especially if it's still fun to play with. If you just do it right, which that's fair. But like, so here's no, when I when I open a knife. So let me just kind of give you my process when I unbox something. First off, I build up, <laughs> I build up the hype in my head, like to an astronomical degree, to where I'm like, this is the greatest knife of all time. It could be like fifty bucks, but it's in that box right in front of me. And I think it's the greatest <laughs> thing ever, right? <laughs> so then when I open it, I I do the what I what you just said. I kind of just prime it enough to where it's gonna break the detent. Mm -hmm. This is a uh, Ferrum Forge Gent. I bought this from our uh, or Kyle knows uh, Sharp underscore Marbles on Instagram. Doug uh, bought Bro, this Doug. stuff of him. Yeah, and this is a good knife. Like, if I act normally, right, yeah, it flips open. But if I do the break detent thing, and I'm not, like, pinching it or anything. It's a liner It just doesn't thing. deploy all the way. Here is another Farron Forge jet. This is the Rosewood. Pops right out, and it deploys all the way. And I'm doing the same thing. So I have the same knife here. So I just think, I don't know. That's just how it, and then once that happens, then I'm like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> and then so, you can watch my videos. I look like a, a douche. Like, I'm just like, this knife, that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the video is me going, like, but the detent. <laughs> this is awesome. But it's, it's know, easy so. to get stuck on something once you notice it. Um, so to your point, I recently in my, I think it was my first impressions video of the giant mouse ace riv. I still need to do my full review on that. Um, I talked about how I think it's a really, really, really good thing that they're having react build that knife oh, because yeah. the knives that come from Italy, I explained it like trigger pull, like the tolerance for the, the pounds for uh, per 
the pounds of pressure it takes to get the detent to break on their Italian knives and not just theirs, but Italian knives in general, I've found they have a more loopy goosey approach to it. Like three pounds of pressure might be fine. And so could six. Whereas like Riat, it's four and a half every time. And it's like, it might right. be 4.4, it might be 4.6, but there's no like three pounds of difference in tolerance. Um, they're like way more precise about it. And that comes from me handling a lot of Riat knives and just seeing that like uh, they don't, on that that marker um and so i get like detent is one of the most important things the more you get into knives especially like to somebody who's not into knives but just carries a knife they don't even know what a detent is but right. when you get deeper and deeper True. into the hobby and you start learning what makes knives better what a differentiating factor is detent's absolutely one of them yeah well that's what i wanted to say like am i like am i bougie i, I don't because like yes it, it <laughs> It makes it makes or breaks a knife for me. I won't carry a knife if it has a light detent. I won't carry a knife if it has too stiff of a detent. <laughs> yes, yeah, Strider Strider sucks. Okay, I, I don't like Strider. I'll, I'll I'll say it. They suck. Okay, watch watch no wrist. Oh oh, I can do that. But if you're talking about like where the detent breaks, will it right. do that on its own? No, I can. Yeah, well, I can probably click it. But so then Middle finger flick your F5.5 right now, lightly, and see what happens. Yeah, it'll oh, no, no. lock, it'll lock <laughs> up. Spider-Codes are all like that, too. They all have a light detent. A lot of them, yeah. I don't um, know why. But I did want to say, watch my review on this. I'll post it tomorrow. little uh, plug here. Because <laughs> I literally had that exact – I literally talked about what you just said. I – quoted you with the <laughs> with the uh trigger pool thing i gave you credit but <laughs> no i don't but i quoted it watching Kevin's I, I love that analogy. just like watching an advertisement for a bearded gear video <laughs> yeah man, man. you should just hire me and then we'll be good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so i was having an interesting conversation in another group chat the other day we were talking about Olamic knives. A buddy of mine has just kind of discovered, or I don't think discovered is the right word. He's just started finally trying them. He's been hearing a lot of good things for a while. I've right. four or five Olamics over the last couple of years. I love Olamic knives. If you guys haven't tried them, absolutely do. Um, I think, and I made the point in some of my videos about them, they are better, in my opinion, than the big three of current like US made knives. Now, Olamic has their parts made in Italy, and then they bring them over here and they do all the hand finishing, assembling, everything. Um, so they're like, their parts are baseline made over there. They do the rest over here. So in my opinion, comparing it to Kinder, Strider, Chris Reeve, especially, they blow. <laughs> you um, but one of the things that's best about Olamic is they don't just set a detent really well, but they also do a really, really good detent ramp. And we were talking about how detent ramps, I think, are going to be like kind of the new differentiating factor. Yes, Everyone yes. figures out how to do a proper detent. It's going to get like the next level is, okay, we can set a detent and it can be crisp every time. But how do we set up a detent ramp? And there's fewer players who are actually playing that game. Um, yeah. Have you guys experienced knives with a, like a good ramped detent? Tucson does it very well. I had a couple of those. What? I've never even tried a Tucson, which is I, I've tried sending you one before. You were like, nah. I tried giving you one. You were like, nah, just give it a... He was like, 
He goes, just give it up. It was like really early on when I just started my Instagram and stuff. And, I, and he's like, just give it away. You'll get followers. <laughs> so I, I don't have like a specific vendetta against Tucson Knives. In fact, I've heard a lot of good things about them. Um, but I have this weird, like just me personally, like stigma in my head of certain brands where the first time I ever saw them was on Amazon. And two yeah. of those, and so I just don't think of them as a real knife company, even though I know logically that they are. And like, I agree, they're just as real as Savivi or whatever. Like that's how Kubi is to me. Yeah, I, so that's another one for me where it's or like, Harns or there's a, there's a few that I've only seen on Amazon. So I'm like, eh, do I really want to try it? Like I watched uh, Big Board Knife and Gears review on a Kubi last night. This is like a. I think it's like a three hundred dollar Kubi. I forget what it's called. Oh, that's three hundred dollar Kubis. It looks awesome, sweet, but it's like six and a half pounds or at pounds, six and a half ounces. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, so I, I I gave up on it because of that. But it looks really cool. But yeah, I have that distinction in my head, like they're on Amazon. So, but yeah, with detent ramps, um, I say it all the time, like the uh, the Satori. 2.0. Mm-hmm. This is CKF. This is a $640 knife retail and it doesn't have a detent ramp. Like yep. I have to sit there and shake past the detent. It's uh, still a rare thing for some reason and I don't know why. Riot right. does it, but they don't do it like a full ramp. Like I don't know how to explain it. Like you still have to kind of break yeah. past. Do you know where uh, Riot really does it? Um, what? So Riat builds, or I don't know if they still do. I know the original runs. They were doing the Sharp by Design Evo Typhoon, and on yeah, that, yeah. they use actual like Brian Nadeau's detent design, where instead right. of it being a ball, it's like a pyramid shaped thing that's machined, and that basically works as a ramp in both directions. It's genius. Yeah, uh, I've heard. And it. I, I loved that aspect of that knife because it felt different than other Riats because they had his detent in it. It wasn't like his design with Riat internals. It was like his design through and through. Um, I feel like I saw recently that's uh, maybe it's the best. Like somebody else is making his next run of knives. I don't want to, don't quote me on that because I don't know for sure, but I feel like I saw yeah, it. I haven't heard. That. I usually I listen to the... Uh, Knife Nuts podcast. He's on there. I haven't heard anything about that, but you probably know totally more. Uh, uh, but another thing about the detent ramp. So for Riot, I specifically have the issue with this knife, but it also happens with the secant. When I go to close it, sometimes I'll kind of like go to shake it, and it'll. It's so. I think it's the detent ramp. It'll flop back. back up. And that yeah. happens with Riots. It happens with Riots a lot. And I think it's more prevalent if you're left-handed because you kind of do this and then go to shake it down. And it kind of does that. Where right-handed, you just let it drop on your thumb and then you're good to go. It ha- Well, it happens to me. Yeah, the child if I don't, If I don't put my thumb further enough down to where it goes past that, right. like right there, it'll, it'll do the same thing. So I got to right. be cautious to get it past that. Mm-hmm. And I find that strange, like especially on the on the custom knife factory knives. I mean, you're talking about six hundred and forty bucks, and it doesn't have a detent ramp. Right. So, but I would prefer that people get the detent right first, and then yeah, worry about the detent. Before the horse, those of you who haven't figured out a detent. Um, yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, that's a, it's an interesting like topic for sure, because even like certain knives from certain makers seem to like be very consistent. And then other models you hear issues with consistency. So I don't know if it's like design specific or if they're just putting more focus and attention into certain knives that they make, or I don't know, I'm not in knife production, but I wonder kind of what that disparity is. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. And, sorry. No, go ahead, man. Well, I was going to say, being in manufacturing and seeing the machines that actually make these things, sometimes I'm like, what the heck are you doing? You know, and then other times I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Not that I'm a know-all <laughs> manufacturing or anything, but, uh, but it is interesting to, you know, because you already have the blade on there and you pop it in the holes and you pop it in the, the pocket for the, for, the, um, for the washer or whatever, or for the bearings. And it, you know, it's just one more tool path. Because mm -hmm. once you get it right, it's just one more toolpath to make that. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I don't get that either. Yeah, I mean, a ramp doesn't seem like it's, like, that hard to – again, I'm not – I know even less than you do in terms well, I mean, of it how, be hard how it's to, done. It would be, it'd be, it'd be hard to get it exactly where you want it the first time. But once you get it to the machine set up and you put that thing in the same spot, it's going to do it. Right. So, yeah. But that's the same argument you could have about a reversible clip. How how freaking hard is this to put a little hole here and give me like the uh, the banter specifically? I have a gripe against Ben. Like <laughs> you could have put an extra freaking hole here and given me a reversible clip. Now I've heard the argument. It breaks up the uh, it breaks up the look of it. And and at this point, I love this freaking knife and whatever. But. Okay. I just think it'd be so easy to give me a reversible clip on this. And I know the lefties out there will agree that there's a lot of designs where you could do that. I get it when it's like titanium and it's like super and fancy the clip would go and you don't the other want to break way. it up. Right. Well, plus, uh, like some clips are yeah, that. too. Like, a, like an Arius, if you just drilled holes on the other side, it wouldn't solve it because the clip, if you reverse the orientation, it would be going the wrong way. Right, but right. That's fair. Even What's cool is like on the Demco, the fact that his right. clip is one directional, but he'll just send you a left. Right. Clip that was, that was exactly what I was going to say. I had to pay for it. I paid 10 bucks for it. But yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. send you one. Right. I mean, hey, yeah. I have to, you know, people are going to think it's free. I'm just saying. Okay. All those people listening to me right now are going to think it's free. What do you mean, though? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kevin, take, me behind, take me behind this shed, Jake. Jesus. <laughs> I have an easy way to fix these problems, though, Kevin. What's that? <laughs> Shopping arm off? Yeah, just be right-handed. I actually had a guy comment about you. No, sorry, not not about you specifically, <laughs> but about the being left-handed. He was about you. You were going to say you people. <laughs> yeah, you people. You know, you. lefties are a protected class. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Disclaimer. Be careful. Be careful, Jay. Watch out. <laughs> hey, I'm left-handed. I can. I can. I can. Join you in. are. You are 100 left-handed. I don't even know why. You just do knife stuff right-handed. That's it. Left hand drinking right now. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, this guy on the comment said that he was left-handed, but he actually went to a, we'll just say, religious school. I mean, it was a particular school, but they actually beat him every time he used his left hand. So he had to learn how to use this right hand. See, and I was like, "Damn, that sucks." 
Those are the type of people that go climbing mountains screaming curse words. <laughs> Probably, I bet you the Armenians are the ones that run that uh, church. Oh, man. This will never be monetized. Um, <laughs> Kevin, you what you need to do is, like, have you seen the Da Vinci Code? Yeah. You got to be like the albino and get like that whip thing. And then every yeah, time right. you catch yourself doing anything left-handed, you get in the closet, get on your knees, take your shirt off, and you just whip yourself as hard as you can until you well, never want to get your left hand. That's again. why it's not going to get monetized right there. Take your shirt off. And I use my phone right-handed. <laughs> See, I use I'm, my phone left-handed. I'm more right-handed than all of you. I use my phone right-handed. You probably I, use your phone left-handed, don't you? Both of you. I can use it right-handed just as easy. No, I always use it right-handed. Uh, okay, oh, well. No, I hold it in my left hand and I type and I usually do my uh, push. Oh, you're old, man. You're old. Uh, here in yeah, the 21st century, we type with the same hand. That's well, like, uh, like my dad. He was turning, uh, turning it sideways and then typing with the other hand. He sets it down and puts the full keyboard. <laughs> In my defense, the Note 10 Plus is a big phone. Okay, so it's kind of hard to do it with one We get it. You're poor. You don't have an iPhone. Yeah, right. We know. <laughs> right, has anybody oh, else made this joke? I want to know in the comments. We don't there... need to get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and Kevin don't want to be accused of poor shaming, so we're going to do yeah. it privately in our own chat. <laughs> All right, basically... The argument is that if you use Android, you're poor, and otherwise you're uh, you're an Apple kind of person. Is that an <laughs> argument? I thought it was just established. Oh, right. Okay. There you go. <laughs> it's just a fact. It's just a fact. Hey, but uh, who got on this funny. chat faster? The guy with the Android or the guy with the uh, MacBook? It's true. Who started the chat, though? The That's other true. The MacBook That's is not true. Idiot. <laughs> true, true. Now he had to download Chrome. We'll give him. A, we'll give him a break, dude. That it should have been as easy as like App Store Chrome done. It was like this whole downloading files thing, and then like agreeing to this, and then grabbing this and sliding it here. What was that all about? It's really I, weird for Apple to, to make me day. do that. Okay, before we get too far gone. We've been talking about stuff not not gear related, some, but I do want to know if you guys carry or have ever carried a Leatherman, and if you don't, why? Because okay. you should. I have not yet. I have a multi tool that was like yet to me. That's like it's not a it's not a real brand of multi tool. It's got like inscriptions on the wooden scales on it, um, like free giveaway multi tool. And then as a kid, like in Boy Scouts, I had some multi tools that like my dad gave me or something. Um, I've been thinking lately I want to get one for my day pack for while I'm hiking. I think it'd be fanny great. pack. I could if I got one for the fanny pack, I'd get one of the like really small ones. Oh, sorry, I thought you were calling your fanny pack a day pack. <laughs> no, when I say fanny pack, I mean fanny pack. I have no shame about my fanny pack game, bro. Uh, <laughs> Blades come out. <laughs> people all talking smack until I pull out my Banex shark. What you gonna do? Um, 
Um, I've been thinking about getting like a good proper Leatherman to keep in my day pack uh, because in there I keep like a specific few things that just live at the bottom of it. And then I like toss my day stuff in it. Right. Um, but I've got like a little first aid kit because I'm always specifically using knives while I'm outdoors and you could just get hurt in a number of ways. And then I've got like a little tarp. I've got paracord. I've got like an emergency blanket. I've got my fire starting materials. I've got like stuff. If I were, if I got hosed, if I was just in a situation where like, I can't get out for the night. If the Armenians showed up. <laughs> oh, it's not the Armenians, the, the screaming demons. Um, if, if she pushed me off a cliff and my legs broken. There you go. I, although I have a hard time building a shelter and starting a fire. Situation too, you could just you could just take your phone out with your uh, left hand and make a phone call. I could. What if my phone got smashed on the rock? <laughs> impact? I don't know. It would be more like if I, I imagine a, a would have to like spend a night outdoors would be more like if I come upon another hiker who's injured and like help can't arrive until the next day, then like I can create the, a, a more livable right. by having the stuff that's in my bag. But um, cool. that's the, the boy scout in me. Although funny story in boy scouts, I never even earned the rank of tenderfoot. My rank, my whole time was boy scout, but I was in it like until like the whole time you're supposed to be. And I went to all the campouts and I did all the like ax throwing and like all that fun stuff oh, I cool. less about actually getting merit badges and like going to the board of review and stuff. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't care about progressing. I just wanted to do the fun stuff, but some things stuck with me. So have you ever seen that guy on Instagram? Uh, his name's like Bawana Badger or something like that. I follow him. He follows me. I think he's a lefty. He throws clubs like he he makes these wooden clubs and he like hangs pots and shit and then he just chucks them at him I and he not, like does, he does not, like crazy not, shit. What? I have not seen that, but now you better tag me in it so I can check it out. Yeah, right. well, that I'll, awesome. <laughs> I'll pull him up on my phone. I'll show you. But um, that guy is awesome. He's just always doing something cool with a club that he's throwing and it makes me feel like a kid again. Mm -hmm. um, and that guy's awesome. So. Yeah, but I was a Cub Scout, I think. That's as far as I got. We did the uh, the cars, that the Derby. We did that stuff. Highwood Derby? Yeah. But, um, we below. <laughs> <laughs> but was this, it, this was back before they allowed girls in the Boy Scouts, right? Yes. This is I'm just exactly saying. that. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, but, yeah, for multi-tools, so I have a Leatherman – I think it's a PS4 squirt hangs on my on my bag back there. Yeah, I um, know. PS5 I, now, right? What? The PS5 came out, so you're officially poor. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get one, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I can't. I barely use it, honestly. It it happens occasionally. Um, I use it once in a while. That's about it. Um, and then I have a next tool. It's called. I got it on uh, drop and it was like, I forget, 50 bucks, let's say. And that thing's pretty cool. It has a lot of tools. It has these really good scissors on it. But again, it just sits in my bag. I almost never use them. Uh, so I used to carry one in my car or in my truck in the center console. Never use it. Um, That's why I started. So I don't know. I just. What? It was kind of like the flashlight. I would always have flashlight in the bag and a pro tool in the bag. But then once I started carrying it on my person, I started using it so much. So. 
I'm going to switch over to these. I think my uh, AirPods are dying. Kyle, when I get one, I'll pick one up soon. Um, I'll probably I'll do like a week-long carry challenge with it to see if it yeah, can be cool. over. Um, but yeah, if my fallback will be I'll still get use out of it by keeping it as like an emergency tool in my bag. But I think they're cool. I think uh, both the Leatherman ones and the Gerber ones, there's like a ton of options. And I get why people are into them. I think there's a, a ton of utility to be offered. But yeah, with me, like I've always got at least a knife on me. And then I, 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 I just don't use many other tools in general. I'm really liking my Vero Pry because it's got the bit holder in it. And oh, so yeah. the flathead, oh, so dude, it's so nice. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the fact that that has, I just keep the uh, T6 and the T8 bit in it. And then I've got other ones that I should just toss in my fanny pack. I don't know why I haven't yet, but um, I, yeah, I can, all of the most realistic bits that I'll need to use are on there. And then it itself works as a flathead. Like I used it to do the install of my leather scales for the GMF one. Right. And it was perfect. Like it just, it, I didn't need to bust out my tools. I could have done it in my car somewhere. Um, so I like that because it's just what I need and it's not a lot more. I feel like a lot of the like Swiss army giant multi-tools right. and Leathermans and stuff have a lot of things that I'm, I don't see myself ever using. So it seems like a weird, like I don't like buying bundles of things because there's always stuff tossed in that I don't want. No, I get it because there are some things on this that I don't use. And be honest with you, though, it's a lot of the stuff that people would mostly use if they carried it because, like, the blades, I always have a knife. So I don't usually work, I don't usually have or use the blades, but I use the saw and the file all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's mainly just pliers. The pliers and the bit driver I use constantly. So, yeah, I feel like the pliers are the most compelling thing to me. So maybe I just get a, a real small one that has good pliers built into it. And then whatever else is on there is like, cool you know like if it has a bottle opener great but like i don't open that many bottles right uh, and so like stuff like that is just kind of lost on me but i get why other people it totally adds utility for them because they just live a different life than i do you guys are poor because you don't use a multi-tool <laughs> <laughs> kyle i think you actually have the most expensive knife of any of us now so you yeah. can call for all you want with that evo <laughs> he basks in it. Why would you tell him that? <laughs> as long as I'm not telling him that. He's going to rub that in. Um, <laughs> so something I wanted to talk about, and I, I tried bringing this up in our group chat a couple weeks ago, but I think you were in Portland, Jake, and uh, you weren't paying attention at all while you were there, um, is satin grinds. Oh yeah, I don't know if you remember this, Jake, from from the chat, but I find them very strange. Like I love Riot, I love everything about them. I love the grind, but it, it's like chalky. So I know it's a belt satin, right? You know more about this than I do. Yeah, it's a it belt has satin. this like chalky layer on it. It almost looks like it like holds fingerprints, and it doesn't really wipe off. Do you know what I'm? Do you know what I'm saying at all, or am I just crazy? So I'm looking at my F5.5 right yeah. now. I'm thinking it, it's the only... No, I guess I have the Moolah, too. Let me look at that. Yeah, the Moolah also had it, because that was my knife at one point. Uh, hey, score one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Moolah. 
Okay. Um, so the, uh, I'm keeping track, man. I'm writing these down. Kyle, yeah, start I, a spreadsheet. Okay, you want? I got a fill open right now. You've gotten from from me. Get out of here. I don't yeah, need a well. fill. I just need Word document. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, do you I see feel it? Like I don't necessarily think it's different from other satin grinds. Is where I'm. Do you have a bench made? Do you have a bench made? Not in satin. So I've got my Spyderco GB2 right here. Uh, do I have and, a spider? No, I don't have a Spyderco in satin. But okay. You see how so, that is more like it's more uh I'm gonna say the word shiny, smooth. It doesn't have that like chalky look to it. There's like this little layer of something on the Riot grinds. It's so hard to explain. And I know I sound stupid, but that's that's pretty I guess, normal. I don't have much to compare it to because I don't I see kind of a different color, but I like it on the on this uh, F five point five. But the only other real knife I have is a hand sign, so I, that doesn't help. Well, it might help because it'll look different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's that's the Chavez. The Chavez is. The I mean, hand. look at the difference. It's so much different. It just has this layer on it. That holds fingerprints so much more. Look in that, that angle right there. You see that? That is also belt satin. What? That benchmate is also belt satin. I don't know. I'm just saying it's satin. <laughs> belt satin is totally different from a hand rub or blasted. Or okay, but my, what I'm yeah. saying is that do you see that like chalky nature to it? It it doesn't really matter what the satin is. I do, but I'm seeing it on every. Belt that I have. So this giant mouse Ace Biblio is made by Viper, I think. And it's uh, if anything, fox. it looks a little I, bit. I think it's Fox. I think Viper makes the Biblio. I could be crazy. Um, <laughs> I I always say things like they're facts, and then I have to backpedal because I. Well, I'm pretty sure it's Fox. <laughs> I didn't make it. But I could also be doing the same thing. So. <laughs> yeah, so like even see this Asher uh, Nomad is what this one's called, right? Yeah. Um, I have that one somewhere here. It's every bit as milky and fingerprinty as. No, it's not. It's way more clear and shiny. It, no, it has a higher shine to it for sure. Okay. But the, so the grind lines are less deep. I don't know, so man. I really like on a belt satin when I can see the grind lines and they're uniform. Um, like you can really see it on this. Sorry, go ahead. You can see the grind lines way more on the f5.5 than you can on the nomad uh, or the silva what's this called it's called the uh, nomad the nomad yeah <laughs> i can see so like the belt satin it looks like they they used like a higher grit or like a buffing wheel more than they did at riat and so i think you're yeah. getting a different texture in the metal itself because i think it looks better see i prefer it the way that they're doing it at riat where i can see more of that grind process like in the blade and i can see how uniform and like okay but that's why i like benchmade because they do that you see the grind line but they kind of have a, a middle ground i guess mm, i don't know i'll have to i don't know it's weird like here you could definitely tell here on this one look at the waypoint just wipe waypoint, this right? off well i showed when i did this in the group chat i showed the waypoint and that one's awesome that satin is really good. But here, look at the goat, right? You can really see those like chalky kind of mm -hmm. 
and I just wiped this off literally two seconds ago. And then you look at the Nomad, and it's just like shiny mirrory. I don't know. I obviously they're different, but like I just I don't know. I, I the chalky thing is weird to me. Yeah, I, I think what like you're it, describing is just the difference in how high grit yeah. they went. If I had to make okay, a well that because like that, the that waypoint is it. also. The waypoint is brought to a higher shine, like they used a, a higher right. grip for more buffing <laughs> polishing. Kyle's done that bottle of Jack. There we uh, go. <laughs> I've been milking my beers over here, but I don't know. Like I just think for being more expensive, these should have a nicer looking satin. And I guess to you, they yeah, they I, are nicer. I think they do look nicer. So the uh, the secant here, this action is just ridiculous. It just this is the best Riot action I've had. It just drops like it's incredible. Kyle, is the Vero that you picked up belt satin or is it hand rub? It is belt satin. Because Vero belt satin is one that I specifically really like, and it's I, I guarantee you it's closer to the Riat belt satin than it is to that other one. Like it's a, a no, it's way shinier. Primer. I had it in hand. That looks stonewashed. It is stonewashed. That is Stonewall. <laughs> That's Kyle's what I was going to say. I remember it being, I don't remember it being the same because if I had seen, <laughs> if one, I had seen one the same, I would have pointed it out. Maybe the one that I got from Short Marbles was, was his belt satin or was his Stonewash? Uh, his was like yours. Never mind. He had a mirror I'm just, edge I'm just on crazy. it. You know yeah. what I really like on Blades that I feel like is underrated? What's that? Last. I feel like blasted finishes should be way more. Uh, I hate, I actually don't like them. So here's my argument. I had the, the American blade works model one version five or whatever. I had mm -hmm. two of them. Um, that and, one's a pretty rough blast though, isn't it? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like any tiny ding or any, like anything will like just mess that up where like I like a stone wash because you can kind of you can use a stone wash all day and you don't even notice it. That's why a stone wash is good. But I feel See, like a bead blast is kind of the opposite. Part of why I love bead blast is because I have hard used my areas quite a bit and I can't see like any scratches or scuffs on that bevel. You're saying that that's stone that's bead blast? Isn't it? I don't know. I don't. I sort of remember it being stonewash. No, 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 it's not stonewash. I don't remember that being bead blast. Okay, it's super even, like really light gray tone. I was probably too busy hating on the uh, on the action Spidey flick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh yeah, mine's definitely not blasted. So it's, I mean, one, I'm different. it's one of the finishes that they offer. Hold yours up, Kyle. <laughs> it looks the same. It looks the same to me. I don't think it's a B blast. No, but yours is stonewashed. Yeah, mine, mine's definitely stonewashed. Yeah, his is different. See, mine, it's like because it's got the satin flats, you can see how much they contrast on mine. It's like yeah. not reflective yeah. on the bevel, and then the flats are super. Well, yours reflective. has a really good edge on it. Mine? Yeah. Yeah, this mirrored edge is legit. The guy I bought it from put it on. Hmm. Blade finishes. <laughs> yeah, I just that whole thing was bothering me that weekend, and uh, Kyle wait, was just wait. like, "Oh, you, you have this and something? Oh, okay, does that look better?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like, oh, "Okay then." 
I'm like, okay, great. Great conversation, Kyle. Well, thank you. I really, I feel enlightened. I was waiting for Jake to be like, this is hand rubbed and this is not. And this is why the grit, it's the grit. See, now I have an answer. Now I feel better. It's the grit. (laughs) It's like, I'll give you, I'll give you something. Hey, man, that's, that's what everything, everything's faulty, man. I get lemons. Everything's a lemon. It's, It's not me. It's not me at all. This uh, when I unboxed this banter right here, it had terrible action. The detent was terrible. And you should now, in lemon juice patinas. Now I love it. Yeah, dude, titty patina knives. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! What is it? Is it titty patinas knives or what is it? Thank you for coming on my channel and saying titty patina knives and then saying the word shout out. Repeatedly, <laughs> not just a shout out. Shout you invited out, me. Shout out. Shout out. You invited <laughs> me, man. This is what happens. This is what oh, happens. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. I just think that account is hilarious because there's nothing else like it, and it's just kind of a funny, ingenious idea to put knives in your titties and patina them. <laughs> You should do that yourself. You should. I I've already started. I've already started. I got I got a couple uh, copper Savivi uh, McKenna's hanging in here right now. There you go. I'm gonna start one called. Cheeks I'll sell them. Put them between my cheeks and see what happens. <laughs> I can put them underneath my roll. You know, <laughs> put them right there. Oh man, it's appendix carry. I don't know. Yeah. You might not get a triple shout out for that, but. <laughs> I got a little excited. What can I say? <laughs> Cheek clap patina coming soon. <laughs> gooch, gooch patina. <laughs> <laughs> how we make our millions, boys. We oh, eat yeah. a different orifice and we start patinaing knives in it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, somebody just stole that. Damn it. I gave it up. Mm. Oh, man. Kev, I feel like you've brought up a lot of topics. Anything else weighing on your heart today? Uh, no. <laughs> Flashlights, <laughs> pens. I, I did the pens. You earlier. I, you know, I had a list, man. I gave you some in the chat. I was like, write this on your list, remember? You probably oh. didn't. Yep. <laughs> and I I remembered them all apparently. It's amazing. Oh, uh, wait. Uh, you were asking what new knives we had in, That's and true. then that was like uh, an, hour know, an hour ago or so. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what I actually have that like just came in. I really don't like that hasn't been on the channel or something like that. Right now, I'm really loving this uh, Chavez Blackout. Just because you traded yours, and uh, I have one now, so suck it. Yeah, but guess what? You don't have a knife <laughs> I traded it for, and yep. guess who wants this knife, Kevin? I, guess who wants that knife? I offered him my anthem for that. Well, I, uh, I kind of threw it on the table. I didn't offer it. <laughs> um, and I always do that with knives that are out on loan because I don't have them here to love and, like, yeah, it's easy you to know, let go of when yeah. you appreciate it. I, I sold like I basically pre-sold my Vox Dapper and my one Malibu. I had a black Malibu, 
And I have this blue one. This one's like the channel mascot, and yeah, it's right hand only, but whatever. Um, and I pre-sold them before I got them back from my old manor DDC. <laughs> like I didn't sell them, but I basically said, like, once I get it back, I'll sell it to you. And then they came back, and I was like, ah. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody wants the Malibu, so, like, it's really nice to have two. But guess who came up with that idea? Um, and then the uh, the dapper is just a cool little wait, wait, wait. knife. Kevin, Kevin, could you spell it out? Who came up with that idea? Wait, that should be in your intro. I don't know what idea you're talking about. <laughs> I have a Malibu. I have a Malablack. Yes, you do. I don't have a Malibu. Yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> I had the Mordax. All right, your uh, your your meat hooks are uh, the reason why, right? Are you actually? Well, I mean, you still fit my hand. I know. I'm gonna switch back real quick. Hang on. <laughs> He's like NASCAR, but for headphones. Ooh, ah, ooh, ooh. Now you're messing it up, Kevin. Quick pit stop. Oh, now he's muted. Now, now we can't hear you. This is much better. <laughs> Say one minute. Kyle, right, what were you going to say? I'm all ears. Oh, I said they keep dying. I need to get a new pair. Of uh, AirPods? AirPods, sorry. Yeah. That's a good question. So I've had my pair of AirPods for probably close to two years. I've had those for a while. I use them every day. Um, maybe it's less than that. Actually, I think I got them last Valentine's Day, so it's been less than a year. Um, I'm making stuff up over here. It's late. Um, <laughs> but now there's the AirPod Pros. Yeah, I hate do like, so those do noise canceling, which part of me thinks would be awesome, but the other part of me, for the way that I use my AirPods, I feel like I still, when I have those in, kind of want to hear what's going on. Because I'm like, at home, oh, yeah. my daughter says she needs something. I want to like not totally tune out. But in other circumstances, I feel like the noise canceling would be really good, depending on what I'm watching or listening to. I don't know. I hate in now, here. Is that I hate the rubber. I thought noise canceling was that it cancels out the ambient noise behind you so the guy, so the person that you're talking to can't hear it. No, 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 no. Noise canceling is like where you only hear what's coming out of the earbuds. It blocks it, the outside world yeah, out. It kind of oh. does both, I guess, but it's more for you than it is for the other people. Like, Sorry. they're basically, they were I have Galaxy made. Buds, so I'm poor and don't know. Yeah, is but the, the thing is, apparently the battery is a lot better than AirPods, so you got one hold plus on, hold there. On, hold on. Is Galaxy <laughs> Buds a real thing? Yes, yeah. yes. Is it like a, a sequel to the movie Air Bud with the golden retriever who plays basketball? What is Galaxy Buds? Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> what the, what the hell are AirPods? That name's not really cool. Galaxy Pods. <laughs> I, I usually think I'm like you guys, but I use them all the time. They I suck am. for what I thought was noise canceling because they actually do stick in the ears. <laughs> but everybody and their brother, like outside, whenever we were talking and I was giving you guys messages when you thought I was in the shower, but I was outside yeah. in the rain. <laughs> or was I in the shower? Yeah, you uh, were in the shower. Yeah. That, that shower. was what you guys were hearing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hate the ones that go in your ear, like the with the rubber tips. And that's oh, what I the AirPods them. Pro have. 
Yeah, yeah I, see, that's so much better than the other ones you guys have. No, I, these are awesome plastic ones, like the the even before AirPods, Apple, you got a an iPhone or an iPod. They all came with earpods. They're called earpods, right? Or their yeah. earbuds, and I hated them because my ears are relatively small. If you look at them, yeah, oh, you got too many ears. Oh, you got too many ears. Oh, anyway, but even like just putting them in my ear, I never found comfortable. Whereas mm -hmm. with like most of the like aftermarket <laughs> earbuds, they came with like multiple sizes of the little rubber oh, yeah, thing yeah. You put on. And so I always found like if I switched to like the smaller than normal set, then it actually fit my ears a lot better. Um, but then I got the AirPods and just got really used to them. And now I feel super weird sticking an, an earbud like deep into my ear. It just feels right. wrong. I think These it's just feel, they're so comfortable. Yeah, that's definitely what it is. Um, but apparently the batteries die quick. I've had these for three years now, I think, going on. And I use them all the time. So I'm sure it's just like they're going to die after a while. Your your iPhone battery starts to suck. Yeah. I mean, it's well, just they, like anything. The regular ones are, are relatively inexpensive compared to what they used to be. They're still expensive. They're over 100 bucks, but They're like 100 10 bucks now or something. Yeah, I bought uh, some pairs for Christmas for family members and stuff, and they were like 120 or something. I remember um, that too. Because when the pros came out, they reduced the price of the it's well, like it's they, Apple Watch or whatever. They came out with a version that had a wireless charging uh, pot, whatever they call this, the case. I didn't so know when that. They, yeah. Okay. So when they did that, those became... a. 200 bucks and then the ones like this with the plug were like 159 mm -hmm. and then like uh six months ago they dropped these to like 120 130 mm -hmm. um but yeah they have one with a wireless case or you yeah. can just buy the wireless case for christmas i got wireless like... charging comes <laughs> for... standard baby well, i never standard. use that for Christmas, I got like a charging dock thing for my desk. My wife gave me, yeah. and it's got a spot for my watch, a spot for my phone, and it has a little AirPod spot. And I didn't know why. Yeah. I didn't know they made cases that do that. I like tried setting mine on it. I'm like trying to peek in and see if the light's turning on in there. I <laughs> didn't know what was happening. Yeah, I love those docking stations. I have one of those, but it's. I made sure I got one that didn't have any wireless because I have this wallet. On the back of my, I don't carry a wallet. This is the greatest thing. Okay, I'm gonna calm really? down, but this is really cool. Um, I have two cards in here: a credit card and my license. And then I keep some cash between the two cards, and it's awesome. I haven't carried a wallet in like a year. Like I, I don't know why, but it's just the greatest thing. I hated having a wallet. You're always oh, shoving shit in there, and I can't do that. I have to carry certain things. Why the minimalist thing did not work for me. But why what do you have like my my health insurance card, my work ID, that kind of shit? I keep in my truck in the center console because if I'm gonna use it, I'm probably gonna be in my truck, right? Or I have a picture of it on my phone. And then I have my a carry license in my bag there, which is usually where the gun is. So yeah, uh, I, I have a like a, a front pocket kind of minimalist wallet. And I keep my most used debit card on the outside slot. I don't have it here. Otherwise, I'd show you. Right. But I keep my Chase debit card right there because that's what I use most of the time. And so it's like even kind of on the outside, easy to grab. But then inside, I've got two different credit cards. I have my license. 
and I have one other card and then I can tuck some cash in there and it's still so slim that I don't, that pocket, that wallet in pocket doesn't bother me. Um, with the fanny pack, I have another minimalist wallet. Boy. Is that <laughs> That's too thick? Wallet, right? Two I carried C's. Wallet for years. Yeah, because this one is pretty thin. Two C's, Kev. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that I can, looks fun. I keep my backup wallet inside my fanny pack, and that has like gift cards I might use and like, <laughs> all of the like all of the extra stuff that I don't use often because everything I use all the time goes in my primary wallet. This is basically my wallet. Like I literally, my phone, I pay pay for everything with my phone that I can and the stuff I can't, I just pop my card out real quick and I have a credit card because like any sane person, I have a credit card that gets a lot of points and shit. I just use that and then I pay it off. So I don't need a debit card, a credit card, Another credit card, like I don't know, I just. But then again, everybody's different. Nobody has to do it my way. Android user right now. What? I said you're sounding like an Android user right now. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Sound like an Armenian. (laughs) (laughs) It's so terrible. I don't don't even know. I don't even know what that means. Negative thing. We were making fun of the lady who was yelling about Armenians. Well, it's not negative. I'm just saying it as a joke because I think it's funny. (laughs) The only reason I know about Armenians was the movie Taken. That's the first time I ever heard of it. Yes, dude. That is one of the most classic action movies of all time. When when that movie came out, I got it on Blu-ray, and they had this kill counter that ticked in the corner, and Liam Neeson would just destroy people. I swear to God, that thing got up to like 150 by the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. I think Levon from Knife Nuts Podcast is Armenian. Okay. Well, we're not seriously talking shit on <laughs> Armenian. Is his name Levon or Levon? How do you say it? I've Levin. never actually... He's the guy. He's in my area, actually. He's from like Westchester or something, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, I think. Outside of Philly. How's Rocky uh, doing? Rocky, he's yeah. hanging out on the art museum steps. Did you see the new Rambo? Rocky's doing great. Dude, that yeah. was so bad, but I watched it. I've watched <laughs> it like three times. It's horrible. I the love one it. where he has like a Latino daughter, being really uh, good here, Latino daughter, and she goes down to Mexico Actually, to like Latin, find her dad. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. It's, Hispanic. Shit, it's 2021. Sorry. It's Hispanic. Latinx now. Latinx. You can't say Latina or Latino because you're assuming her gender. It's Latinx, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Bro X. <laughs> anyway, she was Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> And then he has a tunnel under his house that somehow goes to Mexico, but doesn't really go to Mexico. It's just a random tunnel thing. And then they have a rave down there, and then he kills everybody. I mean, it's really good. Classic movie. Uh, Really, really bad. Really bad. Yeah. How bad did you want his knife, though, when he pulls out that crazy Bowie? I was too drunk to remember, dude. (laughs) By that point, I had like eight of these. And that's the only reason I was watching the damn movie because I was drunk and I was like, uh, Rambo, yes. <laughs> you know, it was last called like, last, was it called Last Cut? Last, last uh, Blood. Uh, was it really called Last Blood? Well, the first one was First Blood. So well, I know that. I mean, I'm not that stupid. 
And then yeah. there's second I bloods. Could see blood. how, I could see how you could assume. Crips versus bloods. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Be careful. Be careful, Jake. Um, but <laughs> the one away. before this, the one before this is really good. The one where, where he's in Vietnam? Yeah, he's back in Vietnam, and that one dude gets like cut in half, and his like intestines fall out. <laughs> that part's hilarious. What was it the, the second uh, Rambo though, where he has the explosive arrows? Oh, and he dude, shoots the helicopter with an explosive arrow. That's like the third one where he's in like Iraq. It's like it's the random one. I need explosive arrows. Yep. In my life, I that would them. be fun. That where would, would be you, fun. Where would you store your explosive arrows? In his uh, his gun case. His gun case with the stickers on it, right? Don't you have a gun case with stickers? Gun cabinet. I'm too poor to get a gun safe, apparently. Spent all his money on his galaxy pods, bro. Wait. (laughs) Wait, so it's a cabinet like what? Like it just has two wooden doors? No, it's called a gun cabinet just because it's it's metal, but it's not like a safe. Like you can pick this thing up, you know, safe. Oh, uh, so yeah. it's made by it's made by Google then. Probably. <laughs> it's probably made by some poor old median guy who's getting some <laughs> his ass beat by a woman right now somewhere. She 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 has a headache. What are you gonna do? <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh man. All right, so changing the subject from Armenians, have you guys ever checked out one of these Olight bulbs? Dude, I love those. Like, I don't have that, but I, when I did my EDC bag video, I had another one that looked similar to that, and people were going crazy asking me, where did you get that? Those things are so handy because they give out you know, more like a, a lamp light like than a just a direct light. Yeah, and I use that thing all the time when the power goes out. Man, I just kind of flick it on. And just kind of sit it in the room, and it illuminates enough to where you can see it. Those things are so sweet. Yeah, it's it's really cool. In my unboxing, I I did it today, and then I posted it today. Uh, th- I couldn't figure out. I thought this was like a challenge coin at first. Yeah, yeah that was hilarious, <laughs> by the way. I, the I whole told, time, I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I told you. I So I try to watch my videos. Like right after I post them, I don't have time to watch them before, but I'll I'll post them and then I'll watch my video to make sure I didn't do anything stupid because <laughs> you know me, I could do something stupid. And uh, I I was just crying watching that, literally oh, crying, watching myself. That sounds really conceited, but like I was crying watching myself, and I had I had to. I had to add a, a section where I was like explaining this because I felt like such an idiot. And it looks like a challenge coin. It doesn't look like something you would mount to a wall, does it? It has like OLED I mean, on it. It does look cool. But Rodney, he's the guy who uh, gave me this, sent this to me. He said he loves these things. He has them like in his gun safe. Mm. So he has them mounted. He has these mounted on the ceiling or the top of his gun safe, and then this pops on. And then you just kind of you just push it and it turns on and off. And he said he has them like all over his hunting cabin and stuff. And then it charges by the normal O light like magnetic charging. This is pretty Jake, cool because when I unboxed it, I just thought it was some stupid little thing. Jake, did you see that video? <laughs> I haven't yet. So I finished my hike and then jumped right onto this. Oh, okay. 
I'll watch it. And I, I wanted to get one of those oval, but now I can't because Kevin has one first. <laughs> I don't have that. It's funny because Kevin was Added like, to the it, he was like, it turns on and it turns off. And it turns <laughs> on. I couldn't figure out how you change it. I was like, oh, it's on. It's off. It's on. And then I thought these were like different buttons down here, but it's all just one button. I was like, on, off. And then I held it and I was like, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> and it turns oh, road. Fun. Yeah. They're pretty cool, though, so check them out. I don't know how much they are. Kevin, uh, you are a treasure. You know that? I'm a what? You're a treasure. Oh, yeah, yeah. True treasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was looking through River's Edge Cutlery's site the other day because I was making an order, and they had those in. And uh, I feel like I'd just seen them, like, old light posted about them or something. Or maybe it was during their, like, holiday sale. Some of the bundles had them or something. And I was yeah. like, ah. Oh, idea like power goes out you can just stick it on the fridge and then your kitchen's lit up or whatever um Good but idea. i haven't pulled the trigger on one yet so i think they're pretty inexpensive yeah i want to say they were like 30 or 40 bucks oh that's true see i really am an idiot you don't actually need this you can just, just stick it to stick the fridge not <laughs> you can put it under the hood of your car you can I mean, anything that's made of steel you could or iron <laughs> You, you gotta see. see the you gotta see the video. I was just like, oh, this is magnetic. Then I was like, wait, no, it's it's not magnetic. This is magnetic, right? Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. And then I said, and then I said, somebody enlighten me. And that like that's how I ended it. And I was like, I have to add a video of me showing how this works. Everything is magnetic if you believe, Kevin. And I still did not get it because I literally I could have said you could stick this to anything. That's oh my god. Okay, that is steel or iron. Those are the rules of magnets. <laughs> That's really bad. Oh, oh man. Well, I'm glad this turned into a science lesson on how magnets work. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we've talked multi-tool. We've talked lights. We've talked knives. Kyle still hasn't told us what new knives he's gotten. No. I mean, really, there's only the two. The Evo. The, uh, the F5.5 and the Evo. And then the Zero uh, <laughs> Impulse. Hmm. Yeah. And then, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now, this thing is amazing. It's small in your hand right now. Well, I've got big hands. Jesus. You know what they say about a guy with big hands? I just say it. That's Big gloves or <laughs> bigger fingernail clippings. <laughs> this thing's so anyway. freaking sweet. So like, I've I've been hearing it is the hubbub is so everyone says that the impulse is great. And I agree, the impulse is a great knife. But I've been hearing a lot of people, even people who prefer bigger knives, saying that the impulse mini, which is still like a bigger than the synapse. Um, is snappier and like it just feels like an improvement even though like my buddy chris renegade edc shout out to his podcast shout out shout out shout out um, <laughs> <Here you go>. <laughs> he, <laughs> he has the full size right and he prefers big knives like really big knives and he got the mini and he was even saying like as somebody who's die hard like give me the big knives um he preferred the mini. So it makes me more curious about that one. Cause I had a yeah. loaner of the impulse and the synapse and I liked both. I like 
impulse better than the synapse personally and the impulse mini came out and i was like i already know what the impulse is like i've got an axon on the way i don't need to get one and now i'm kind of kicking myself because everyone's saying it's a it's even better well i want to get my hands on the xl synapse bad those look cool oh yeah did you guys both order axons as well or no i wish i wish but i don't have any Oh, add that to the spreadsheet because you guys yeah. are going to be crying to get one. No, that's a front flipper, right? There is. Is it a it liner? Has, lock? It has holes on both sides. It's a titanium liner lock. Okay. And the yeah. titanium liners supposedly are so robust that it'll work without scales on it. It's like. Can you flip the clip? I know it has one coming out with a reversible clip. I don't think on that one you can. But to be honest, you like you love a lot of knives that you can't. So don't act like. Yeah, but now. no, I only. <laughs> I only say that because with front flippers, it's a lot different. Oh, because like yeah, you, you, yeah, but you have to use the clip. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. sorry. I know what you're saying it has the cutouts. Yeah, Shit, I was just and, thinking and of it as a front flipper. Yeah, then okay, sign me up. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. As somebody who doesn't really like deploy my knives left-handed, I wish that he wasn't putting the cutouts on both sides because I love like the sterile show side. When that it is doesn't, nice. but Kev, sorry, bro. Dude, come I'll on. The, the hate, though. <laughs> Wait, so the um, the feel of the titanium on those handles. What do you think about them, Kyle? Are they different? I, I mean, they don't. I guess they don't feel that different. You can see they're so they're, smooth. They're smooth, but yet not like. Like, I can still see very faint machine lines in it. So when uh, I look at Riat's titanium, I get, like, this little note of milkiness. If you heard <laughs> it in the right light, it's just a little bit... It's chalk. <laughs> it's like it's almond chalk. milk, maybe? Maybe oat milk, if I really had to get specific. It's like I'm when I put my handle. baby powder on my... <laughs> I love the handles on those impulses. I just think the machining... Whatever they did, it's so soft and like smooth. The it reminds me of the, the Pace and Titanium. This Kyle, is similar a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the bottom right. half here. It almost feels like there's like a clear coat over it. Almost, yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's stone milky like. clear coat. <laughs> milky chalk. <laughs> um, the milling on the handles of this guy this, 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 Ow, um, this milling i am floored by i freaking yeah. love it that i think i posted so my first impressions this morning didn't i yeah i, I watched it it was on yeah. a 10 issue for some reason <laughs> it was what your picture your thumbnail was like the knife on a tennis shoe <laughs> yeah it sure was my new dad shoes those new balances are dope man Oh, I thought they were a deal. <laughs> no, they're new balances. I had to get like the most classic dad shoes. My wife was behind it. She was all about the idea. Um, but I've been wanting like 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 think of Americana dad and it's like the white new balance with the blue, and then you have like the ride-on mower and your charcoal grill and a dad gut. That's that's 2021 for me. I wanted to start it off right. I can give you some of that dad gut. And dads love sluts, so I put the slut on the shoes. And there you go. That's a good one. Shout, <laughs> out, shout, out, shout, shout out. out to dads. <laughs> shout, out, shout out, shout out. Oh, man.
<laughs> yeah, that knife looks awesome. I really, really I've been meaning to get one, and uh, I've tried a few times, but I just couldn't bring myself to pay. On I, I go on Knife Swap, and I go on Blade. Blade Forms is new to me, but like, if there's a place to buy knives, I'm looking. Um, but they're like four fifty, five hundred on there. So the fact that you got one for one of these, like I paid three eighty for this. I think they're normally they went for three hundred or something. Um, it's a pretty good deal. I think you kind of made out on that one. I hope the old man's not watching, but um, he, he might not care. He might not care because he does have a pretty sweet knife. This thing is awesome. He was really elated to get Death Skull, and Death Skull right. was worth more because it had a name and an identity attached, and I had yeah. held it. Oh. <laughs> I tossed in a little pry bar in the box for him, too, that I had lying around. That's because uh, you don't use those, right? I actually, um, that one that I kept on my desk, I, I forget who, it was a knife I got recently, um, whoever the seller was who sent it to me, I don't know if they even knew it was in the box, but under the foam of the box, there was this brass pry bar that just had the letters BW on it. I don't know who made it. I like no idea. It was in a random knife box of a knife that I, I think traded for. Um, huh. So maybe they were trying to give me a pry bar. Maybe they didn't know. And the person before them had left like... I don't know. I was just like, why is this box still so heavy? You now? didn't ask? I forgot who it even was at this point, but <laughs> shout out, <laughs> shout out, shout out, whoever you were. There you go. That's the way to be. No one can be mad if you give them a triple shout out. That's the rules. A triple shout out, yep. But yeah, so I think Bob was happy. And I, if he finds himself feeling upset about that deal, then I will gladly help him out. I mean, I can... I can shoot him some money or give him a knife or something because I'm stoked to have this. But yeah. if you're going off of retail prices, also not made up fairy tale prices, this is less than the Death Skull that, was. That's why I, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because these were two fifty and they the, were like two fifty. I don't, I don't know why they ended up being, but that, that happens a lot. Although you think it would happen more with. Like different, like the Chavez knives. These are really good and really sought after, but they don't There's get jacked up like three hundred dollars. Yeah, so I think realistically, I don't know how many of the sluts there are out there, but I get the sense that they're much fewer and farther between than like the Chavez is. Because the Chavez, if I wanted to get another one right now, it might take me a minute to get another all blacked out one. Sure, but like the these just aren't moving. Like I've had so many people since I've even posted photos of like, dude, where'd you even find one? It's like, dude, I see them on, I see them on knife swap. I see them on knife swap every couple days and they're up really? there for four fifty. Yeah. Like this thing was six forty new and they're going for like four fifty five hundred. 500. Yeah. Why aren't these going for 800 bucks? Like, it's just weird to me that that knife, I guess it's just, you're right. They must've only made like 50 of them. And I think, when I see them on knife swap, it's always like the, the same, same couple. <laughs> yeah. They get yeah. sold. And it, like, it's like, I'm the fifth owner of, <laughs> of, the, of the slut. And they keep selling it because they pay four fifty for a $250 knife. And then they're like, uh, maybe I shouldn't have paid double yeah, no, the price. I'm really enjoying this knife, but I would not have out of pocketed $450 for it. Right. But no. 300, yeah, three hundred I'd pay for it. Right. Sure. So there you go. 
Yeah, it's a cool design. I dig it. Yeah, he's on a streak a little bit there. Um, he did right. a lot with CRKT this year, right? The CEO. Or no, was it the CEO and then the Crossbones or was that somebody else? Crossbones. I don't think the That's Crossbones. CRKT. Well, CRKT makes them. <laughs> the Crossbones is someone's design. The CEO is his. I know that. Yeah, you're right. The Crossbones is him. Is it not? Oh, I thought it was. No, uh, that's somebody else. I can't remember his name right now. Well, he also did like the um, like the mid utility or something. He did a knife a lot like this with CRKT, um, which I don't know. Like this one's really really nice, and I don't mean to throw unnecessary shade at CRKT, but I have zero interest in any. Oh, of I know what you're talking. It's called the the Medusa or the um, Montosa. Yeah, isn't like it this? <laughs> I didn't. Um, <laughs> isn't it basically his mid utility that they make? Yeah, it's called the Montosa, though. Yeah, and it's like purple and whatever, mm -hmm. and it, it does look a lot like that now that I now that you mention it. Um, yeah, and that's why I always get confused because people call it the slim and then they call it the slut, and I always think there's like a slim that's a little bigger and a slut that's smaller. But it's really just one knife, and they're all like, how big is that knife? What's the blade length on that? Mm, that's a good question. I think it's like three inches. Okay. Yeah, yeah so the slim utility, huh. I think, is all this size. I'm not the expert. Right. But, yeah, I think um, you're right. I think the next one up is the mid-utility, which is a bigger version of this. Which they don't make in an OEM yet, or at all, I don't think. No, I think this is the first even production run if you want to call it that as a small run but first production run of these um so yeah, I, yeah I'm curious. i i feel like it would be strange to me if he didn't do another run even if it's a different model but with how sought after these are right now uh -huh. i would i would think he'd want to do a run of something if he does the same configuration but with his bigger model the mid utility or whatever people gobble them up right yeah, that that knife and the brown Jaeger are the two that I'm really like trying to get right now. Um, I want to get a real bad, but I'm trying not to because I need to sell before I can buy some more stuff. <laughs> well, if you find one, let me know and I'll buy it and then you can love it and then you can buy it and then I can hold it against you, add it to the spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> this conversation makes me want to buy one more and then sell it to you because I know you'll Probably. buy it. I can, I can not lose any money and I'll have another knife that's on my list that you got. All right. So here's a question. Is there any knives that you have coming right now that you're super stoked about? Because I have an 80-20 in the mail right now and I had an 80-20 and I sold it to Kyle because I woke up one morning to this ridiculous offer and this was like right before we became like really good buds. And oh yeah, now now I'd be like no, and I'd I'd probably give him a price like fifty bucks less than I paid. But then I was like, you made your money, like a bandit. If he's gonna offer it, whatever. But karma came back because I paid pretty much what you paid me for this one. Uh, <laughs> but it does it does have that um, it has that, that custom. Guy. What is it? Tom Crying yeah. Regrind? Yeah, it has the regrind, so I paid a little extra for it. And I did find out that guy's on like a podcast with Michael Birch. Oh, did the Mark of the Maker? Yeah, they're both on that podcast. I didn't know I that. I haven't listened to that. It's been a while since I've uh, – I, I don't know why it doesn't show up in my feed. Um, 
But yeah, I used to listen to that podcast. It's a super good podcast. And Birch Tree Blades is a rad dude. I like his knives and I think he's cool. So I need to listen to yeah. it more. But yeah, so I have an 8020 coming. It's in toxic green, which I actually that was one of the colors I wanted. because uh, I got the black three V one with the hole. And mm-hmm. I didn't really want black because it was really the only option. And Kyle likes that color, I guess, right? Yeah, I uh, love black, and the 3V was big for me. I wanted 3V. Yeah, Right. I wanted 20CV. That was another reason I kind of gave it up, which this one coming is 20CV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm pretty stoked about that. And then I have a, uh Ace Riv coming, titanium oh. one, that I bought off somebody. Uh, got the rib yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, I've got the micarta one. To be fair, they sent it to me, and they sent it to me slightly before it came out. So you yeah. couldn't beat me. That's okay. I asked them. They told me to F off. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I have no shame anymore. I will ask a company if they'll send me stuff, because why not? I might as well. And if they say no, they say no. I'm nice about it. But whatever. I, need to. I, yeah. I still haven't done that. Yeah, they told yeah. me to hit the highway <laughs> so i'm i'm certainly more tasteful about it i would like to think than you are kev um, i mean i'm just telling you right now while i'm drinking beers obviously but i, I hear <laughs> yeah um but yeah so i i for the first time milestone for me just told a company who was trying to give me a free knife that i didn't have time for it right now which Ooh. was true oh, I'm not going to say who it is. Uh, I wish you would. Uh, I have nothing really against them. I've, I've owned knives of theirs and liked them. but um, And I genuinely am too busy. It wasn't like I was just blowing smoke. I've got so many knives that I need to finish reviews on. And then I've got other ones I haven't even started. I've got other ones coming in. It's like, and there's people who've been trying to send me loaners that I'm really interested in that I've been having to tell yeah, the whole Can you send mine back? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not but, anymore. Uh, Seriously, guys, in, in the comments, which company did Jake turn down? I want to see. I want to see what you guys think. My guess is you're not going to guess it. No, like no. Civivi. That's a good one. I don't know if it's a good guess, but it's a good you know company, good company that gives stuff out. Kyle, what do you got? Who do you think Jake turned down? I think he turned down Chris Reeve. <laughs> <laughs> that could happen. Chris Reed could be like, we want to give you a crazy wild Damascus, like amazing one off custom umnumzon. And I would be like, Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'll pass. Does it have holes? No. You guys oh. it's cool. No, I uh I yeah, I'm actually gonna be doing a podcast soon for those of you who are still listening two hours in um, <laughs> yeah, right. with another guest who has uh, recently been to some i will say appropriate conclusions about um chris reeve knives and and where they fit in today's market and it's not going to be just an open roast of chris reeve knives because i i want to be very fair about it and even though i throw some shade at chris reeve knives now and then it will be uh, i think an enlightening discussion deep diving into Chris Reeve knives where they fit in the market today and kind of where their value we perceive should be. That's, <laughs> uh, cool. that's all I'll say, but I it'll think be a they're fun. worth the money. 
I don't I think don't, they're fun to fidget with, but it. I think they're worth the money. I'm not going to pay for it because I don't. I like to fidget with my knives, but the stuff that goes into Chris Reeve knives, I think, I think it's worth the money. If hinderers charging what they're charging, I think Chris Reeve can charge what they are. Now, whether all of those companies should be charging that much, okay. But I think you should look at it from kind of a total out view, not just or overview, not just Chris Reeve. If you're going to sure. say they're not worth it, then Hinder is not worth it. Strider for damn sure is not worth it. Uh, Medford, I don't know much about, but I don't know. You're getting D2 sometimes, right? Um, not so much anymore, but yeah. Okay, so S35VN, sorry. All your points are right, and these are all things that we're going to discuss. I'm going to hold my tongue for now because I want it to be its own episode, but um, yeah. we, we will talk about the competitors. We'll talk about where we think they fit amidst those people who are perceived to be their competitors, and uh, it, it should be a, a pretty thorough conversation, I think, because those are all points that I think are fair to make, and people, when you throw shade at Chris Reeve, often say oh, things to what you just said they'll say well if they're expensive then so are these other knives i wow. don't think that excuses whether they're expensive personally but it's a fair argument and it can be made and people will also say oh their warranty is the best I, I hate to break it to you there are plenty of other companies who also offer spa services and also lifetime warranty their knives like there's there's a lot of oh, oh they're made in the u.s other knives are made in the u.s like they're and we'll cite those examples of ones that I think are worth discussing and we'll let it be what it's going to be. But um, again, it's not meant to tear them down. I think the the place we'll come to probably in the end of that episode will be um, that I, I think the perception of what Chris Reeve knives are is flawed. People who are defending them as the current king of EDC. Well, I believe that's not true at all. Yeah, you, but you tell that to a Chris Reeve fanboy and they well, will... Yeah. Up and Which down. I'm not at all. Like, <laughs> I owned one, and that one Chris Reed that I owned, the small 31 lefty, had mm. my daughter's birthday. She's six months old. It was literally her birthday, like to the year. And I sold it because I was like, I never use this. Why? Why am I keeping it? Like it was just going to be an heirloom for her to not use. So yeah. it wasn't worth it to me to keep that. I'm not like a fanboy, but I do see from the one I had that a lot of things that go into it could cost money and being made here in the, a factory the way it is. Well, it's all about but what then you again, like. what? Yeah. They're nice. It's nice. all about, yeah, it's all about what you like. I mean, if you right. like that's that classy, smooth uh, action. Okay. But at the same time, I had to lock tight my pivot multiple times on a Chris Reed knife. That, to me, that's unforgivable because I'm paying, I paid $375 for a knife that's supposed to have the greatest tolerances of all time. And I had to lock tight the damn pivot multiple times because it would, me just doing this, oh, you're not supposed to flick it. I flicked yeah, it too many times. You can your warranty on one if you flick it too hard. That's a fun <laughs> yeah. So I see both sides, but I, I I don't know. I think I got swayed a little bit by. Have you ever seen uh, OCD for EDC, Justin? I know the channel. I don't know that I've watched this. He has some really good videos on Chris Reeve knives and why he thinks they're worth the money, and he explains the machining. He's in that kind of industry a little bit, I think. Not mm -hmm. like knives, but he's in, um, you know, machining or whatever. Um, so. I don't know. I think I see the value, 
But for me, it's not there. And it came in a nice box with this fancy cloth and all these tools and this grease and all that stuff costs money. Like hopefully, hopefully the deep dive will be insightful because I think all these points are things that we plan to cover yeah. and we're going to try okay, to I'll shut up so you can have your next podcast. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm glad that we're setting the stage a little bit right now because yeah. I don't, I do, I genuinely, and I'll talk about this in the podcast, but I don't want it to come across like I'm attacking a knife company, like of hardworking Americans for no reason. Um, it's not meant to be an attack, but I, I think on this podcast in general, I, I want to like wrestle with subjects that are a little bit controversial in the knife right. world and, and do it in somewhat of a balanced way. Obviously it'll very much be my opinion a lot of the time. Um, but I, I think it's worth it to kind of question arguments people make repetitively because they just keep being made. Right. And I hear a lot of anecdotal the same things over and over defending Chris Reeve knives. And so it's not that I want to like dismantle all those arguments, but I think it's, it's good to put all in one place, a good presentation of why there are examples <laughs> of all those things that people are saying they love about Chris Reeve knives that are potentially being done better for less right. money still in the U S and are offering all the advantages of ownership. And so it, like the heat treat, <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot of there's things. endless yeah and, and, any and i've heard it all i've flamed them in videos before and so people all get real defensive and and want to educate me on on all of the the minutia of what these little things are and well, i get it they're all fair points they do add to the value i just don't know that i i believe that they create a 450 dollars knife that whole everything that goes into it to me the way i perceive value I, we'll, we'll right. discuss well, being educated by comments is probably the best way to be educated right kyle you should probably Holy remove that mother. tattoo and you should take the flag down and right. um shit see molala bay any marines out there let me know if that's part of your stuff because i had this on here for another reason but i was no. so all, ticked off the other all day. marines are greek you know that right Right. Oh, I guess. <laughs> um, so I hope he's listening yeah. to this. We have had this interesting um, dialogue in our group chat before because sometimes we have different uh, approaches to situations that can arise from having a channel. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably know that oftentimes firing off in my comment section with something ignorant um, that I can call out as being ignorant ends up in my, my Instagram stories. And I block out the person's name. I don't try to make it too personal, but I like to share my responses. And I kind of got that from advanced knife, bro, all fanboy for him a little bit. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Uh, <laughs> um, I love when he does that. Mark is a genius at like just retorting back at people. And I have a couple of rules for myself where like, I don't hurl insults. I don't make it personal about the person who's commenting or anything, but I like to dismantle a little bit of what they said while pointing out to them that they're being an a-hole because I personally think that showing up in someone's comment section on YouTube and especially if they make it like a personal thing, like your hipster beard bothers me, show more of the knife, like that, that just skip my video. You know, I, right. I never like go on people's comment sections and share negative comments. If you have a negative comment, that's like, Hey, the fact you said about that knife is wrong. The actual real fact is this. I welcome that. 
tell me where things are like demonstrably wrong, but just like critiquing my style, which I'm set in that I've done for 400 plus videos right now and telling me that I have to do my channel a different way because you want to watch it. I'm going to light you up and then I'm going to post it in my stories. I love that. But also comments don't really get under my skin. I don't let them. I wouldn't have started a channel if they did. So that's kind of where I come to it. Kyle, until like two days ago, was like the nicest like blueberry blossom in his comments. Oh, yeah. If anybody <laughs> was at all mad, like he just, oh, please have a nice day. I love you. You're yeah. great. There, there, was no, there was no anger from him, which is good. Like, I, again, I try not to get angry about it. And I'm usually very successful at that. But then someone got, they crossed Kyle's line. And yeah. it was amazing for me to see Kyle just respond to this person. Oh it's so good. I love it. They don't go after my patriotism and my love for this country. Let's just don't don't do that. <laughs> oh my god, dude, he went full blown like he was cursing in comments. <laughs> it was awesome because yeah, like Jake said, he literally has always just been like, "Well, that's very kind of you to uh, inform me of that, and I appreciate your support." <laughs> and he was like, "You, you mother." <laughs> How dare you question my patriotism? I'm coming to get you. Cash That's basically side. what it was like. Yeah. It was hilarious. John Wick on his butt. But the same guy, the same guy trolled my comments once. Um, I did the his review on the he's probably done it to mine and I and I flamed him on Instagram and blocked him. Probably he probably came from you to me because I steal everything from you. So um, <laughs> but I I did a review on the SOCOM Elite, and he was like, before you uh, say that the grip is not ergonomic, uh, you should do a bunch of research and find out why it's made the way it is. Yeah. Tell me why the Microtech SOCOM Elite is tapered so that you could rip it out of my hand in two seconds. Please. Anybody, educate me. Comments. You can leave me comments. Down there with uh, whoever Jake turned away. <laughs> was it CRJB? <laughs> Damn it! We went two hours. We went over two hours. You guys are not that comment, and then of course yeah. CK was it CKF? C CFF. That's, that's right. Good. Is that right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit! All right, All right. Yeah. it's too late for me, man. I'm, I'm oh, getting stuff God. right now. I'm so bad. I'm surprised I didn't mess up something already. CFK, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah that's what I used to say. From Top Hill Gear and Knives. <laughs> that's the best one. He called him uh, JB the whole time. The whole he never said it right that video. I didn't at all. Yeah, that was JB. the worst. That and was the worst were, one. And they were CRJB knives. So <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. What's funny but now it's I like my thing. People I expect you enough about the CJRBs that I find myself accidentally calling them CRJBs because <laughs> I, I forget which one is the right way. Because I'm like, wait, which way would Kyle say it? Okay, that's the wrong one. And then I have to say they it. are now. <laughs> that was my goal the entire time. CJRB yeah. actually called and said they were fixing to change their name. So wait, just did you say that right? He did. He has to get wasted when he says it right. Yeah, so he's after he throws the bottle of Jack, he's good. He gets all the acronyms right. <laughs> I was trying to do that like all nonchalant so only the viewers could see it, but you guys missed it, but you caught it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, no one's going to guess what the knife company was. I'm just going to say that. Um, and if they do, I'll just pretend they're wrong. Because I'm not, right. not, not to make anyone look bad. Um, yeah. Do you guys have any interesting plans for your channel moving forward? Or are you both out of juice? Should we end this thing? Uh, my, my phone I is at take, 3%. I take That's all I'm saying. Your <laughs> my what? phone is at 3% battery. So. No, his phone's at 3%. I got to take a piss. That's what the only reason I would stop. <laughs> All right, we can we can call this and we can do another episode sometime soon. <laughs> I have no problem with doing this again. I feel oh. like this may actually be really bad for me because this brings out a, a side of me that people probably don't see, and they see what kind of company I keep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been you've been I'm very guilty by association. The you've brain been professional the whole time. You're fine. <laughs> your growler, your growler's full of mate, not beer or Jack Daniels. It's less full now. Well, now everybody knows you're not actually drinking, so you just lost like twenty. You probably lost the last twenty-two people watching. It's not live. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> he didn't know. He really thought it was live. No. I knew. Like people I knew. haven't been watching this whole time. People will watch later. That's how recordings work. Right, but how many? I, you think twenty-two of them are going to make it to the end? I don't know. We'll, Listen we'll to this out. nonsense. We have to say a secret <laughs> word right now, and then people who say say the secret word will That's know. That's a good they, idea. All right. The secret Plus, word is audio. I bet audio listeners more frequently make it to the end because they're just like in the car listening oh, yeah. to it in pieces. I listen to like way longer than this podcast all the time. Start uh, to I finish. do it. I do it all the time. So I was going to say the secret word should be whatever company it was that you turned away. <laughs> or, right, oh yeah, it was Chris. Or it should be like uh, Armenians. Something like no. that. No. People will get that so easily with how many times you guys no joke. It should be left to EDC. Okay. Well, no. How about platypus? Sure. That's so stupid. Just came up. Just popped into platypus. my head. Platypus. Or it could be, no, let's do marsupial. <laughs> that sounds more like code. Okay. Put marsupial in the comments if you watch this far. But you have to you have to work it. And into if a you do, you will so get that... these really cool new. <laughs> Dude, you got Stairs. yours. Mine are still in the mail. I'm pissed. Okay, so you have to put marsupial in the comments, but yeah. you have to write it into a sentence and don't put this is the secret word because then other people that right. made it to this point but not past it are gonna know the secret word without hearing it. So okay. you just have to like find a way creatively in the comments to write the word marsupial. If you're That's watching, totally not gonna work. <laughs> if you're listening to this, I don't know if you can comment on a podcast. Yeah. So this is all really dumb for the listeners. Well, you no, you can leave a five star review for Jake and uh, put and put that in the review. Just put something something marsupial, and if you spell it right, you get extra points. And if you put a review that's less than five stars, then it doesn't count. <laughs> and you don't get any cool stickers from Kyle either. Yeah, I'm <laughs> showing for the five stars with marsupial secret words. Um, 
Interesting. Well, gentlemen, <laughs> yes, yeah, this has been a fun one. This is this is probably realistically not only what my expectation was, but what I hoped this would be. <laughs> we talked about it before, and I asked Me too. both. I asked both Kevin and Kyle if they would like any sort of plan going into this. I'm a very not like I, I don't typically plan most of my videos are one take and I don't even edit things out. Like that's kind of the way I roll. And luckily they were both cool with that, but I knew we would have no problem filling quite a bit of time. We're at over two hours and 20 minutes right now. So geez. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We've been my going. Wife's probably banging the door. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Anyway, yep. um, for those of you listening, thank you so much. This has been Jake from bearded gear. And I have been joined by Kyle of DTOM knives and gear and lefty EDC. Kevin from Left EDC, I should say. Um, follow each of them if you haven't. They both have awesome YouTube channels. They're both on Instagram. If you're watching this on YouTube, they'll be linked down below. If not, you'll just have to find them, but it, you've you've heard their names, so it's easy. <laughs> um, thank you, everybody, for watching slash listening. You guys are awesome, and we'll see you on the next one. We're definitely going to be be back, the three of us, every now and then because these are two of my, two of my best buds. We'll see you later. <laughs> thank you, Jake. <laughs>